What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us once again on the All I Need podcast. This is Kevin Clem doing another intro. This week, Anthony sat down with Tommy Zam, the founder of True Skate Mag. Uh, they discussed Tommy growing up in Florida, his introduction to skateboarding, their opinions on the Olympics, electric scooters in California, the death of print magazines, and the birth of new media. Uh, before the show begins, I just want to mention to keep your eyes peeled on allineedskate.com this week. we got two new tees that should be dropping sometime this week. Um, should be within the next couple days, so if you just check in on the website, you'll be able to see those when they drop. Uh, before the episode begins, uh, if you want to donate to Sammy Baptista's Recovery Fund, we have a link to that in the description, so you can just go ahead and check that out. If you click the link, it'll just take you right over to his GoFundMe page. Uh, also, be sure to check out our social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at All I Need Skate. The best way to support the All I Need podcast is to subscribe, comment, and rate us on iTunes. Uh, for shops who want to carry and support All I Need, our products can be found through Eastern Skate Supply. And also be sure to check out allineedskate.com. Uh, and if you head over to our YouTube channel, which we've been cramming videos onto, we got a promo for our newest full-length Good Eye, uh, so you can check that out. It should be dropping sometime in the spring, so uh, yeah, get hyped to see that. Um, and all right, that's it. Uh, enjoy this new intro theme put together by James Carey. He absolutely crushed it. Uh, I think it suits the show very well, and I think you guys will too. All right, enjoy. Now tuning into the All I Need podcast. But uh, I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me, and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my skate, and I fell in love with it. You know. How's it going, man? Good, good. How you doing, dude? Doing good, man. Just uh, grinding, skating, working, you know, life stuff. Yeah, I feel you, dude. It's been raining the last five days here. Yeah, where are you at? Tell me where you're at. San Diego. Nice. A whale's vagina. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Down in PV. That's where I'm at right now. Actually, when when we were talking earlier and I was thinking about this, I was trying to figure out where we'd start. Maybe we should start with where you're from originally. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Hey, I'm gonna grab a, I'm gonna grab a water real quick. Yep, just keep the phone kind of close to you so I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you good. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna grab a water real quick. No worries. Let I was me know. trying to figure out where to go. What's that? I was like, I was like, I was like, damn, should I go sit in a bar, restaurant, something, just like post it up? No, nah, well, you're fine. You're fine where you're at. All right, cool. Just get somewhere comfy, that's all. Why, Dude, why? I, I, live in a, I live in a studio, man. I just sit on my bed. Nice. That's about it. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. I'm just going to move this right. table back a little more so people can see me. Okay. Where's your partner at? KK could not make it today. He he works on uh he works on Wednesday, so he'll be here tomorrow. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and usually I was hoping to have your uh, partner too, man. Yeah, maybe in person. So like the way I've been trying to do it now is just figure out in person it's a lot easier, but over the internet it's kind of a fucking pain in the ass. So like I've been trying to figure out how to do it where we can get video and audio crispy. 
And I think I might have figured it out with your episode. All right, hold on. Let me um, I'll put the power saver on. Okay. You got your power saver on? No, but I got it plugged in. Okay. Hey. Yeah, my plug's like way on the other side, so I might have to. Uh, when I see the thing drop, I'll have to run over there and lay that, sit down on the floor and plug it in. Okay. Well, you want you want to get it going? Yeah. So, what, so what do you, what do you want to talk about? Like, um, just everything or what? Yeah. Let's just start. Let's just start out with uh, where you're originally from. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Nice little bowl there, dude. I like that. I like the smoke of weed. <laughs> where, are you, where are you from, Tommy? Uh, originally from Pensacola, Florida. Uh, that's what uh, originally, actually, the originally, originally I'm from is uh, Fitchburg, Massachusetts. So that's where I was actually born. But my dad was in the military, so we, uh, uh, he retired um, in Pensacola, Florida. So that's where I grew up. It was in Florida and stuff. So, and that's where you know skateboarding and you know, my whole growing up was like started right there. That's crazy. You're you're originally from uh, Fitchburg. Yeah, Fitchburg, Massachusetts, dude. I'm, I'm a damn Yankee that settled in the South. <laughs> <laughs> they got um, or they used to have an Eastern Border out there in Fitchburg. I'm not sure if they do anymore. Eastern Border Skate Shop. You ever heard of them? Yeah, I heard of them. Hey. Yeah, I only lived. I was only there for like probably like one years old, and then bounce. My parents bounced out of there and went to Florida. Your dad was in the military, you said? Yeah, he was in the Army. So he he, uh, he was in the Special Forces, um, so he kind of didn't really talk that much about the military. You know, <laughs> like he was, he was like in Vietnam and all that stuff, so he didn't really talk about any of that stuff. So Whoa, gnarly. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you think he's probably seen some shit then, you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he passed away last year um, with Agent Orange, so he, had a, he was in the middle of the whole... Um, where they dropped a, in Vietnam, where they dropped the Agent Orange, he was in the middle of all that, so he passed away uh, last year with Agent Orange. Whoa, that's gnarly. That's like a chemical they use for warfare, right? Yeah, yeah. He got cancer or a tumor on back of his eye right here, and it just it grew on his whole left side. Wow, that's fucking insane, dude. Sorry to hear that, man. Ah, oh, it's all good, dude. He, he's doing good up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Such is life, though. It's crazy to think that, uh, you know... Just like not that long ago, people are fucking going to war for crazy shit and using those chemicals. Yeah. Even now, they still do crazy shit, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Man, so that was crazy. So did you travel around a bunch because your dad? Uh, no, um, we didn't really. I didn't travel, but my mom and my two older brothers, they traveled more than I did. So they, um, they've been to Germany. They went all around the world. Me, I mean, I was born. They were like, "Hey, you know what? You're staying in Florida. We're not going anywhere." And so my dad was gone, like, ha all, like basically all my life until I want to say until I was like a freshman in high school. So it was like my mom and my two brothers. So my two brothers used to raise me up, and then my mom worked like two or three jobs and like was never home. And so I had my two older brothers that so used to raise me. And so I mean, a lot of memories there with those two guys. Did you catch a lot of beatings? Oh fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> One time, dude, they fucking put it, like, I had a loose tooth, and so they, you know, I don't know where they got it from, so they tied, like, a, a fist string to the tooth, wow. and they tied it to the door handle, and, and like, slammed the door, tried to get the, my tooth out, and by fucking hit my head on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work, so they, bro. 
And then, and then, then, then that didn't work, so they would get pliers and try to pry out my tooth. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> hey, I was the youngest, so I got tortured, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a brother as well. I have a I have a younger brother, and then I had three cousins that were boys, man. And we'd all get together in the summers, and we were ruthless. We'd beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> like, we loved each other. We loved each other, but we just didn't know our limits, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Hey, it's it's great to have siblings, you know. Yeah, that's part of growing up. Is you you fucking especially if you're a boy, you need someone to like get rough with and fucking make some mistakes with. And if you got brothers, that can happen, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I mean, like I said, my dad was got, gone traveling overseas and stuff like that in the military. So I mean, I just have my two older brothers that, were, that basically raised me t- to be who I am now. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's rad, man. My sisters played like a big part in my uh, development too. Shout out to my sister Leah and Heidi. Same thing, like parents weren't around and they just fucking stepped in and filled those roles as as the adults in the house, you know? Yeah. That's rad. It's a lot of pressure if you're like a kid, a teenager, and you're trying to fucking live your life and you're like trying to take care of people and take care of yourself, you know? Like. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Yeah, I mean, my, yeah, my mom. I mean, she was like two or three jobs and like i mean like when i was growing up i mean we didn't have like you know nice clothes or anything like that i mean we came from i came from like a a, like a like a low like like a blue collar family you know like we had to work for if we want something we had to work for it you know and like you know i had like secondhand clothes secondhand down clothes and you know bobo shoes (laughs) and stuff like that you know so i mean you know i mean that's what you know, because my, my mom was always working, making sure there's food on a table and stuff like that and everything. Shout out to mom for crushing it, dude. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. She's killing it. <laughs> Can't take that shit for granted, dude, because, like, so, you know, sometimes people fall apart in those situations. They don't actually rise up, you know, and that's amazing that she's willing to work a couple jobs. Like, working one job can be fucking hard, <laughs> let alone three kids, <laughs> three, three boys and fucking two jobs yeah. or whatever. That's brutal. Yeah, I mean, she did it all on her own, you know, so, I mean, mad props to her. Yeah. Did she like her jobs? I imagine if she had them. I mean, she, she, I mean, I never talked to her about it. I mean, but I think she did, but I mean, she would, but she had to do it just because, you know, she has to put some food on the table and, you know, there's times that she wouldn't eat to make sure that food on the table and she would just go to sleep because she was so tired, you know? Yeah. So, but, but, but she did, but we did do our, uh, you know, cause my dad's Jewish, my mom's Catholic. And so when when they had me, they were basically like, hey, look, you know, we're going to, you know, they were trying to figure out which one's going to, you know, do are we going to raise them by Jews or Judaism or are we going to go by Catholic? And they were like, my dad was like, just raise them by Catholic. So every Saturday we go, my mom will always make sure we go to church. Eat, go to church. No shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's sick, dude. Like, I'm not, I'm not religious, but when I was a child, I went to church and it had a good influence on me. Yeah. Do you feel the same, or how'd you take? How was your take? Um, it, it kind of did until you know until I saw like the priest like have a heart attack in front of me when Ooh. I was young. So it was kind of like, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know if I can go back to church again, dude. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> dude, just drop dead. You're like, where was God on that one, bro? You're praying every exactly. day. What the hell? <laughs> I just passed out during sermon. I was like, whoa, that's gnarly, dude. Like, all right. I'm done. I'm not going to church anymore, man. I can't see that. Dude. But it was a cool it was a cool priest. I mean, it was actually a pretty cool dude. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. That might have made me pray harder, dude. Like, oh my god. 
You took him out. What, what do I? I don't even stand a chance, bro. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just liked it. I had a positive influence on me just in the fact of like the community aspect, and people came to, and tried to put on their best face at the, at the very least, you know. And like, yeah, I liked it because like. It just seemed something stable at the time, and I wasn't really even buying any of the rhetoric or whatever they're saying, but I just, like, enjoyed, like, the communal aspect of religion, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, it, it's cool. I mean, you know, like, my whole my whole thing is, like, you know, like, I, I, I'm i not, like, a diehard religious person, you know, but, I mean, I believe that, like, you don't have to go to church. You don't have to you know, do this and this and this, you know, if you want to talk to God, if you believe in God or, or whatever, you can just sit around, walk around and, and talk to him, you know, or, or pray to him, you know, that's my belief, you know? Yeah. 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 I like that. That sounds awesome. You know, I mean, to me, going to church, you, you're giving money to the church and where, where's that going to BMW? <laughs> <laughs> Heart attacks, cocaine and strippers, bro. <laughs> exactly. dude. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. All that stuff's coming out, man. I I know, I know, I know. It's terrifying. But um, yeah, yeah. You got if you believe in a god, you just have a relationship with that god. You know, no one should own that. Like it should be. You know, if it's the ideal you aspire, like if you're aiming up and you're looking at a god and you're like, that's the ideal. God is something that I am trying to be that I'm just only human about, you know? So you're aspiring. Yeah. It's your ideal. It's something bigger than you. So it's like that you have your own relationship with that, you know? Yeah. You just got to kind of live your life in accordance so you can try to progress in whatever direction you're trying to go, you know? Yeah. And it's like no, that, that's a – Yeah, and like church can give you structure, but like when it comes to the your relationship with God, it's like they don't own that, you know? Yeah, nah, if you believe it, in a god. No, no, definitely. I mean, I, I mean, I, I talk to the universe. I believe in the universe. So that's what I believe in. <laughs> Everything works for the universe, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, it's like we are made in. If there's a god, we are made in his image, and we're whatever creation. We're part of the universe. If we're all the same, like we're all. A lot of it is people realizing they're like powerful. You know, I see that nowadays with the internet and realizing they have the power of. Uh, more power than they thought they had or relevance yeah. or whatever or connectivity or like people online are like they're not aware of like their impact they could have you know and that's like realizing that you're a creator in some sense um yeah and that's like godly like because god's the creator you right you know yeah yeah i mean people i don't know it's it's crazy it's crazy to think that stuff you know yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> I, I think about it all the time because, like, I dealt – like, when I – sorry to go off, but I think about this all the time because when I dealt with my mom, there was, like – I saw heaven and hell, you know. My mom was so reckless and just, like – I saw a lot of evils and, and shit that, like, the scripture's talking about, you know, like people possessed uh -huh. with thoughts and all that stuff. And I always, like – I didn't want to live in hell, so I always, like, want to – I liked religion because they at least aspired to be better, you know, and talk about, yeah. like, discipline and focus and, like, community and passion and, like, these words that were, like, more productive, you know, than the opposite yeah. way. Like, I've definitely seen hell, and I like I, – I've, I've glimpsed heaven here and there, you know, like <laughs> – <laughs> But, I, I can tell you a crazy story after you finish this. Man. Oh, uh, I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know where I'm really going, but like, 
I just think people like I just real if you can realize your influence and your power and like your ability to make like a positive change or a negative one, then you have some grasp at controlling it. And to do that, you have to take on responsibility and some admittance that you're you you realize your power. You know, people, yeah. people are scared of that. That's why a lot of people run their whole lives away from like things that could build them up to be better. You know, because yeah. it's a lot of pressure and power and responsibility. You know. No, no, definitely. But what's your story? Sorry, that was the no, no, that's not good. No, 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 you're right. I mean, you're totally right. About Thank what you're you. Saying. No, you're totally right. I mean, like a lot of people, I don't know. It, it's, I think a lot of people forget about things. I mean, but I want to say this generation. This generation is is just so whack. I mean, it's just it's such a wacky generation, man. Like being around it and being out here and seeing this generation is like. Wow, dude, these people do not understand like what life is about. You know yeah. what I mean? There's like a, there's like a portion of people that are just like more consumer than anything else, and they just follow these crazy things. And you see them, and they're like carbon copies, and you can tell they're all yep. into the same thing. There's no originality. I mean, it's always probably been, but now with the phone and like the internet and the connectivity, it's like you can build these prisons of hell, or these like you can build, you can narrate and curate your own life just through what yeah. you want to see and what you can block out everything it's insane the capability nowadays so you yeah. see some people that are just lost in that which is crazy no it's crazy so this, this crazy story i'm gonna tell you when you were talking about hell and stuff seeing hell and stuff i mean i i saw this so i'm gonna picture my, my neighborhood my neighborhood where i grew up in is is in back of a cemetery like there's a cemetery like in the back of it and there's there's our neighborhood behind it and it has nothing to do with that, but I just kind of an idea. So I was like about, I want to say, I was old enough for my mom to leave me home by myself. And she had to go pick up my two brothers from catechism. It was like some Catholic thing, church on a Wednesday or whatever. Was it like a class or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like some class thing. And so she was like, hey, you know, I'm going to leave, leave you home by yourself. You know, being a little kid, like probably, I'm going to say about I was like five or six, you know, you, you you're playing toys by yourself. You have imaginary friends and this and that, you know? So I was like in my room and how my room was, there's the hallway. And then right in the front, there's like this, there's the bathroom and there's this big oral mirror and nobody was home. And like, I was fucking like playing with toys and fucking just pretend I was an army man, whatever I was doing. And, and then, and then once I like, like my doors open so you can see the bathroom in the mirror and when I walked past that, fucking a, a, a shadow. Wasn't my shadow, oh, a shadow. Shit. <laughs> I'm not lying, dude. A fucking shadow. Like and I remember it, dude. Like just 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 right there in the mirror. There's no windows, wow. nothing. There's no way a bird no. just flew by. You didn't no, have any no, rodents no. in your it, house. No, it's like a bathroom, you know, <laughs> and there's no windows and it's just a mirror Sketchy. right above the scene. Dude, and it's fucking I dude, I swear it was a devil, dude, fucking looking at me, dude. And I, and I was scared shitless, and I refused to get out of the room, and, and I sat on my bed, dude, till my mom got home. Yeah, that gives me the chills thinking about that. Dude, and I, st I still think that shit, dude. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Even when I go home and see my mom, I'm always like, careful walking in the mirror, you know? I might see the devil in my image. <laughs> <laughs> it's you with horns? Oh! Probably, dude. Oh! <laughs> uh, 
Nah, but that's a good ana- that's makes for a good analogy though. Like that's what I was going back to earlier about saying like realizing you're powerful. Like some people aren't even self aware enough to be aware that they're causing problems, you know, and that's the devil in them, you know, that like reckless like disregard like whatever, you know, like that want to fucking watch it all burn or or you're even even the worst is if you're just not aware of your own actions and you don't see the repercussions, then it like hurts people, you know. You see, yeah, yeah, like people make the same mistake again and again. They don't, they don't realize it's a mistake, or they don't admit it. You know, like I've been that person where you hit your head on the wall too many times, and you're like, "Why don't I just turn around? And like, go that way? Like, what the <laughs> fuck did I do that for? You know, like it happens. You know, exactly. <laughs> but some people have it in them. Like sometimes it's just like you, if you don't, you, if you just indulge in things and you don't actually go, you gotta be well rounded as a human. You know, like. Yeah. We all we have is time, really. Like we have time's our currency, and we got to do things with it. And we can use that time to develop our character and who we are, and like keep learning, you know. But it's like, you know, that gets exhausting. (laughs) 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 You're like, fuck it, let's just go get drunk and fucking go fishing, and then like, then the 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 priest is doing cocaine with hookers. You're like, what's going on? What's going on right now? Did I just yeah, help was... him get the, the hooker? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 so I, I ended up being an altar boy one time. Or really? Times. Yeah, altar boy. Interesting. And so, like, a couple of the other altar boys, they used to still, and I did it a couple of times. They used to take the bread and drink the wine before we went on, on the, into the church and stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, hey, take some. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll take some wine. <laughs> He's, there's sin. Temptations at your door, bro. Exactly. That's probably what, that probably what was looking at me every day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I've never seen the devil, but or I've never seen the devil's shadow. But I did have a situation when I was younger, and I was living with my dad, and my dad was in a motorcycle gang, just like uh-huh. to kind of paint the story. So like he'd have people come over, and they have bikes and guns, and like. They're all like cool, a lot of them, but like they didn't have, they didn't had enemies too, you know. Like, yeah. um, dude, this one time we were we were just staying in this motel. We're living in this motel, and it's one floor. It's in Arizona, and then my dad and my sister left to go to get a movie because you could rent movies at this time. And I was like, I'm just gonna stay back, hang. I was in the house, and uh, they left, and then all of a sudden a car came or a van came up, jamming into the parking lot, parked jumped out came to the door of my apartment and i was like there was an open window right there and this dude just came barging up to the door and didn't even try to knock he just tried like kicking it in but just couldn't get couldn't do it and i'm literally inside the house and i like ducked down under this table and i'm just sitting there like fucking shaking my ass off going what the fuck is he doing he didn't even try to knock or anything i saw him pull in and then he just like said something super loud and then fucking left got in his van and then disappeared. And then later, and then I just like got outside. I was like, fuck that. I'm not staying in the house. I don't want to feel trapped. So I just went outside, locked the door, and like waited for my dad and sister to come back. And yeah. uh, they came back, and I told him, and no one had, no one, he didn't, he didn't, he said, I don't know. I don't fucking know. So I'm like, what the fuck was that, dude? It's crazy. Imagine if he kicked the door and just fucking murked me out or something. I know. You're, you're sitting there like, uh, and yeah. you wouldn't be here right now, dude. You know, that's crazy to think, you know? And the fact that it was a van, because in Arizona when I was younger, they would just be like, watch out for vans. They'd say that in yeah. school because dudes would just like swoop people up in vans and fucking do sketchy shit. 
Yeah, I, I had an incident once that happened to me. Um, I think really? it was, yeah, it was this white van, and I remember it. Um, my, uh, I think my other brother was gone. It was just my brother, and I had my little dachshund, um, and I was on the side of the house, and this van pulled up, like was creeping around the neighbor cul-de-sac, like around in the cul-de-sac, and coming in front of my house because it saw me out in, like on the side of the house. And was trying to call me over. What? Hey, 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 hey. And I was like, nah, dude, I bounced in the house. I was like, <laughs> told my brother, and my brother's like looking for him and shit. Couldn't find him. There's a dude out crazy. there with a candy bag. Watch out. <laughs> well, that was back in the like the 90s when all that crazy shit was happening. You know, the van, and, you know, oh, hey, come here, kid. I got candy for you, you know, and like fucking kidnap your ass. Such a That's nightmare. the crazy part. Yeah, such a nightmare. I wonder, yeah, how, I wonder how common kidnapping is nowadays. Like in the feel like back then it was like people were freaking out. Now it's like maybe oversaturation. Yeah. Or, well, you know, crazy where, I, where I'm from, Pensacola, I mean, that's like well known for a lot of things. That was when the, um, uh, as huge for the bomb, I don't know if you remember, but abortion bombing back in the 90s. I do. I, or I remember. The late 80s, eight, early, early 80s, early 90s. Um, that, was, that was huge in Pensacola, like oh, abortion bombing. And we used to skate. Right there, dude. Where, <laughs> right <laughs> where was, the action goes down. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, it was crazy, dude. And we used to skate there. there. used to be gaps and stuff. We used to skate right there. And then, um, and then, um, they, Netflix just did a uh, thing on him, uh, Ted Dundee. He was caught in Pensacola. Really? My, oh, the serial killer, right? Yeah, yeah. I just started yeah. watching it, but I didn't get, I just didn't get back to it yet. Well, I, I just killed the killed the ending for you. Oh. He was caught. He was caught. He was caught in Pensacola by my neighbor's uh, brother. Really? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! That's like what? You're that close to him, man. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you remember the um was it the uh the pipe bombing guy or the um the one that used to wear the hoodie and the glasses? Unabomber. Yeah, he yeah. was from Pensacola too. No shit. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. That is all the crazy. All the crazies come out of Florida, dude. What? That's basically. <laughs> so my next question is, what's going on in Pensacola back then? Uh, what's going on back then? Uh, Pensacola, back in the eighties and nineties. I mean, it was it was. Uh, if I was, as I remember, um, that's where I started skateboarding. Yeah. Um, I had my brothers, my two older brothers. They skateboarded. You know, my parents always had like old skateboards with the wood and and clay wheels and all that stuff. So, I mean, I grew up around it because my two older brothers and my dad had it and all that stuff. They had boards? And I, yeah, they used to have boards. They used to have banana boards and cruise around in little, like, like short shorts and shit like that, you know, like the 80s style, you know, <laughs> the yeah. 70s. Like, literally, dude. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, what? now I'm like, dude, what the fuck you wearing, dude? <laughs> what are you doing with the headband? <laughs> Yeah, exactly, dude. My brother used to have a little boombox on his shoulders and cruising with a little board and stuff, dude. I'm like, what the hell? Well, then, then he then he got a pal board, and then I, I I started getting into it, you know. So I used to steal his board, and he used to beat the shit out of me for stealing his board. And then my neighbor, uh, Arthur Adams, he uh, he he was a he killed it on vert. Like he used to skate with Scott Stanton, all those Zorlak guys, Pete Kelly, Zorlak shout out. I remember Zorlak. Yeah, yeah. Back in the days, you used to skate with those guys. They used to make blanks, and I'd ride their blanks. Ah, oh, dude, their boards were sick, too, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. And so he, he would skate the YMCA vert, and, like, one day he rolls over to my house, knocks on the door, and says, hey, here's a skateboard. And I'm like, what? So it was a uh, Pal Peralta with um, Going Street Shadows, Yo-Yo Wheels, 
and the last mountain with the guys, the cavemen on it, with uh, Smith stick rails on it, and then had like because um, it was back in the eighties, they used to have those little the gripping things up for the nose and stuff like that. The accessories, so, all the accessories. Yeah, you know, so that was my first real board. So that's what got me more into skateboarding and stuff. So I mean, I would, uh, I mean. There was not much to do in Pensacola. Um, I mean, it was either you'd be a redneck, you skateboard, uh, surf. Serial or killer. Serial killer. Yeah, serial killer, or you're just a drug addict. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're just, you know, that, that's basically it. That's all you can do in Pensacola. Just those things, you know. I mean, we had, like, people come out of there, like Emma Smith. Um, he came out of Pensacola. Back. Yeah, uh, yep. Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. And then uh, Roy Jones Jr. I used to play basketball with him in my neighborhood. Wow. He used to, and then his his sister used to have a crush on me in high school. You should have boxed him. Were you playing basketball? Hell no, nah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I was, dude, if you can find old pictures of me, dude, I don't know if I have any, but, dude, I was like a, a stick, dude. I was like, like, nine, like six feet, six feet tall, probably like, hundred pounds, dude. I was a skinny motherfucker, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you're... Just, how, how tall are you? I'm like 6'2", six 6'3". Six yeah, you're a little big. Yeah. So, I mean, but I was like a, a, like a stick, dude. Like, literally, like, skinny as fuck, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, I I mean, I was skinny. So, I mean, if I fought Roy Jones, dude, he could just break my bones. Yeah. Like, well, stuff. So, you should have got with the sister, and then you probably... <laughs> Hey, the sister was hot too, man. <laughs> and I think about it now, I was like, damn, I should have got with her, dude. But at that time, I didn't care. That was skateboarding, man. That was my life, man. Was skateboarding, that was it. And then, you know, and then uh, there was also too, like, um, uh, Pensacola is also known for his punk rock scene. Like, that's where I saw, like, uh, Green Day when they first came out, No Effects when they first came out. Like, everybody came come to Pensacola because it was such a huge, and it still is a huge music scene. You would never expect that of a small city that we call is called Lower Alabama because it's on the border of Alabama and Florida. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know if you ever seen that TV show. I guess there's a TV show for at a bar called Floribama. Never seen it. Yeah, I guess they're kind of like the Jersey Shores, but it's called Florida-Bama kind oh, of deal. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so I, I heard about it. So, some people around here are talking about, oh, yeah, you see that movie, that TV show? I'm like, nah, dude, I don't have a TV, man. I have a laptop. I just watch my Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Same. But, yeah, I mean, that's basically what Pensacola is. It was just a small little, like, town, you know. I mean, we had our skate shops, two skate shops that we had in there where Interlight was like some surf skate shop. And then Waterboys opened up. And that was only two. And if you wanted to drive to Fort Pickens, that's like driving from here to L.A., San Diego to L.A. And um, minus there's no traffic going from Pensacola to Fort Pickens. There's uh used to be called back in the day uh, Beach Plus. You probably remember. Or, um, yeah, Beach Plus now. It's called the Plus now. Yeah, Plus. Yeah. Yeah. So that used to be called Beach Plus. It was a small little, like, uh, skate shop shack that was in like where everybody went to and everything so and then you know yeah so I mean that's where I basically I grew up skateboarding at you know like you know like I didn't really skate with like a crew or anybody I was just I was determined to skate by you know I skated by myself taught myself how to skate um, all the tricks I've done I learned all my own or I would like you know watch Arthur would have like old skate videos like H um Powell, 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 videos. I go to his house, watch those, and then I go copy it out in the middle of the street. Mm -hmm. 
And then like, and then like VHS tapes, I used to hear that be borrowed, and I take them home. My mom would sit there and watch them with me and stuff. And and then like you know, skate magazines like Thrasher and Transwell, I used to get those all the time. And then I, you know, and then I would do, you know, my person I grew up with was Matt Hensley, dude. I was like, my wall was like 8th Street, Matt Hensley all up on my wall, dude. Why, like that why, was, was, why was he the shit? I, don't, I, I just liked his style, dude. I liked his, like, little, like, one foot he used to do. Like, I mean, <laughs> dude, he killed it, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, know, he, he was like, just... he was like a little be like, a little ahead of, like, when I was paying attention to skateboarding stuff. He was, like, earlier. But, like, I remember the dudes I looked up to loved his skating. Like, that's all they'd say. How good dude, he, he was. He, dude, he just had to, he was, he was just, he was just, he was just fresh, man. Like, he mm. was just, he would just kill it. And so I had, like, his pictures on the walls and, you know, and, like, I, I, I would, like, you know, try to dress like him and, like, <laughs> go out there and practice his tricks and, you know what I mean? Like, you know, try to, like, you know, copy him, you know, because that, because in Pensacola, we didn't have that, you know what I mean? Like, it was a small little town in Florida, a redneck town in Florida that, like, you know, like, you skateboard, you got your ass beat by the rednecks, you know what I mean? Or, or you got the, got cops yelling at you and, and threatening you and giving you tickets and stuff. I remember one time, I was a little older, and we were skating at school, and this cop pulled up, redneck cop pulled up, and he was just running his mouth. And I looked at him and said, dude, would you rather us you know, go do drugs and start shooting people up. He's like, yeah, give me a reason to shoot you. Jeez. I was like, wow, dude. You're <laughs> I didn't say that. I, like, I wanted to say, you're fucked up, dude. Calm the fuck down. You're a cop, bro. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what, we, that's what we grew up towards, you know, because, you know, either got our asses beat by rednecks or got deal with cops, you know? Yeah, bullshit. You're just trying yeah. to fucking get through the day, bro. Yeah, you know, and then, like, I don't know. You know Pete Kelly, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's that's who... I, you know, I grew up with him and he kind of put me on his wing and I used to skate with him all the time and ride for his, he used to have a, a company called Unity Skateboards and I used to, you know, ride for him and, you know, he put me on the wings and got me into skateboarding more and more and stuff like that and everything. And then That's sick. Um, I just uh, skated with Pete down at Surf Expo. He came, shred the mini ramp. Sick to see him. <laughs> Yeah, he was telling me about it, dude. I talked to him. He was like, yeah, I was with Shetler the other day at Surf Expo, dude. He was killing it. <laughs> dude, I'm going to say the same. Dude, he was ripping, dude. I saw him out there in the middle of, like, it got heavy at times, and he was fucking in there, dude. Shredding. <laughs> Solid style, good trick selection. He was like spring chicken in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for, his, for his old age, for his old age, Pete, I know you're going to watch this. Yeah, you're killing it, dude. Hell Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, so that's, you know, that was like Pensacola. So, I mean, you know, you're, the, you know, me going, when I was in high school, you had to deal with like, I mean, I remember um, back then, the, you know, the, the blacks used to wear the uh, African symbol thing, you know, talking about. Yeah. And, and, a, and a, a redneck rolls up with a confetti, a confetti flag and the black guy expelled, but the redneck didn't. And it was like, you know, the next day there was like KKK on one side and the Black Panthers on the other side of the, of the school. It was, it was, dude. That's what I grew up to. Yeah, and you're like, holy shit! Like, <laughs> and I, you know, and I was like, I'm a skateboarder. I don't need to deal with that shit. You know, I used to get picked on at school too for being a skateboarder. You know, yeah. You know, that's I mean, crazy it, to think because nowadays it's like skateboarding seems so accepted. Like people understand what it is. You know, when I came up, it wasn't that many either because I was in the East Coast, so it was like just one or two of us, three of us at a time, and just, like, 
people were definitely yeah. assholes. We didn't have any race wars like that, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but dude, for sure, like in the streets dealing with cops and people and just like assholes and sometimes yeah. you're the asshole. Crazy shit, dude. <laughs> did you, not to sidetrack, but did you see the stuff that happened with the GX dudes and SF and like the security guard and stuff? Yeah, isn't that crazy, dude? So brutal, dude. Things gotten taken too far. There was a, there was something funny that happened in Boston here, too, at our skate park. They have this Lynch family skate park under the bridge, and it's like a massive skate park in the heart of Boston, like next to the Boston Garden. And they've it's been there for a while now, like I think over a year or two, and then they finally got lights. And so they put uh-huh. lights at this massive indoor skate park so people could skate there at night. And uh, someone got arrested, like... The first night the lights were on, the cop and he like tackled the skater and the skater. <laughs> the video's online somewhere, and it's like he's just. I was laughing at the whole situation because I'm like, how both of them are so dumb. Like you guys, there's lights on in a skate park. It's a misunderstanding, and now you're arresting someone over it, and they're just fucking embarrassing for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, use your common sense, like. They put the lights in so people could use the skate park. Yeah, technically it's not the oh, grand opening, but like you don't arrest someone. Like, so nah, stupid. Nah. yeah, it's crazy, dude. <laughs> Hilarious like, though. It, it's it's I don't know, man. It's it's insane, dude. Like, I, I think uh, here it was Encinitas when Pooh's Park first opened up in Encinitas. Yeah, that sign that says "Skate Your Own Risk," and the cops used to come there and give people tickets just. You know, for not wearing a helmet, and they'd be like, dude, skate your own risk, and they wouldn't care to give you tickets and stuff. Yeah, it's like, fuck us, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Like, dude, you got a park built. This is what it's supposed to be, you know? But it's like that anywhere, man. It's, it's insane, dude. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it has got better. I will say the cops have been a little more lenient a little bit, but, you know, compared to like when I was growing up to now, is I think they're more used to skateboarders. You know yeah. what I mean? Because back then, they're like, you're just a bunch of hoodlums. I mean, we were hoodlums. <laughs> we were hoodlums, but, yes. you know. <laughs> Guilty. Exactly. I, yeah, I, I had to raise my hand on that one, dude. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, but, but, yeah, that's basically what Pensacola was. Um, you know, I mean, people that came out of there for skateboarding-wise was, like, like, like I said, Scott Stanton, Chris Markovic came out of there. Legend. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I skated with him a couple of times. When I was younger, I think it was my first contest. It was called Turkey Shoes at the Myrtle Grove YMCA. <laughs> Very first contest, dude. I, I was a beginner. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, dude. Like Markovich and Jamie Thomas used to come to Pensacola all the time because there was nothing to skate in Dothan, Alabama. I was going to say, yeah. he's from Alabama, right? Yeah, so, but it's so Alabama's so close that so they would like come skate Pensacola all the time. Sick. And so that, that was my first contest, dude. And, I haven't skated a contest ever since then. I think I buried myself. It's like, I'm I'm not a contest skater, dude. Fuck this. I'm going to stick to street yeah. and stuff. So that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I tried contests for a long time, and I think I won one contest. And then I just, I would just enter them to enter them, and I never did that well. But I always had fun, you know? It was always like, this yeah. is sick, like, to go and skate and all that. So, But street skating all day, for sure. Oh, street skate was so much fun, dude. That's all. I, that's why I learned. You know, what I mean, just basically street because I mean, Mo Grove shut down. YMCA cut. They had no park anymore, no vert ramp anymore. I never skated vert, but I used to go there and watch it all the time with Arthur and be amazed and watch some dudes fucking killing it. You know? Yeah. And 
and there was nothing, no skate parks anymore in Pensacola. So everybody had to skate the streets, you know, and that's what we all learned to skate the streets and stuff. Yeah. And, and now they're building a, now they're, now they're building a, a skate park in Pensacola underneath a, um, interstate and it's supposed to be one of the biggest skate parks in Florida. Hmm. Sick. And so, yeah, it's pretty, it's going to be pretty sick. Um, hopefully they just raised the money for it. They got the money from the, like the city finally gave them the money, half the money, and they got you know other money from like Tony Hawk Foundation and stuff like that. So I mean, yeah, I'm pretty hyped on that. I'm ready to see the skate that park, see what it's like. Yeah, and skate parks can make a big difference to a lot of people that like love to skateboard and need a place to go shred. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because like growing up, we didn't have any of these skate parks that are around nowadays. Like up on the East Coast here, I'm just like. We used to have the worst skate parks. They were fun. You I mean you may do, but they were just like not designed by skateboarders, prefabs, like put in awkward spots, short run ups, <laughs> big cracks. Fucking winter would come, they'd all shift. Like it was almost like you'd rather just go skate flat ground at times, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then even before that, like when I was in New Hampshire, there was no park. Like we raised money just to get the first like pyramid basically in a park a lot, you know? Where it's like, yeah. we need to, we need something to fucking skate, you know? <laughs> now it's sick. Like, I see them in New England. All these parks are popping up now. All these parks that I was watching. Like, when I was younger, watching the parks and all the stuff, it was in California, you know? They all had people that designed the parks. And, you know, now it's popping up all over New England. It's crazy. These sick parks yeah. are, uh, all the homies are building and designing parks and cities are down for it. And it's crazy because, I, I, like, this whole summer I was on tour, basically, just around here in my home home area because there's so many different spots to go to and people are throwing skate events. So, like, yeah. seriously, I had I didn't have enough time to do all the skate events, which is, like, it's never been like that ever. When I was coming up, you know, it was just, like, now people can do that. So it's insane, you know? It's crazy, you know what I mean? Just to think about it, how you, you and me both growing up, there was nothing like this, you know what I mean? Like, we were always dreaming, oh, how sick it would be, like, a skate park, sick-ass skate park in our neighborhood, or, you know what I mean? Like I was even you know, like, I, I would just take another skateboarder. Like, how sick would it be if people knew about skateboarding and thought it was cool and, like, understood why it, went, why it meant something to anybody, you know? Like, because yeah. people were so disconnected, but now it's, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, I remember when I was young, I, we all used to talk about, dude, how sick would it be skateboarding Olympics next year? The skateboarding Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a whole different topic. <laughs> it is, and I talk about it on the show a lot, so it's fine. <laughs> I think I think it's fine, but I think it's hilarious. Like, you definitely, I'm definitely going to, like, I'm excited for the Olympics for, for jokes. Mm-hmm. For the jokes, you know, like I really hope there's some spandex. Like, oh god, it's the same reason I watch contests now. Like, contests are sick, but you can like, you know, you can pick it apart because it's a contest. You know, it's yeah. fun to critique, and there's always like a winner and a loser, and it's like there's stories. You ever go to a contest? It's intense. Like, oh god, dude. so many Tampa? different people. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> people come. You see all these personalities, and it's just like you party for a weekend together, and then. You know, it's like you leave like, and you uh, know each other and you're like, oh, maybe I know you too well. What did I do? Catholic priest and a hooker? What? You're like, huh? What'd you do? Hilarious. But, but not Olympics, man. It's, you know, 
you know, I, I talk a lot on, on my show too. I, I do ask people about the Olympics too. We got to get and, into that too. I know I we could talk for hours too, but we'll we'll circle around to like modern day and what you're up to now, so we can get into yeah, some yeah. Of that stuff. Yeah, definitely. And then like the Olympics is it's, it's kind of like a honestly, I'm not too stoked about it. You know what I mean? It, it, it's I think it's gonna. A lot of people say it's gonna do really good and help out skateboarding and up, open more opportunities and stuff. You know, and as you and me both know, skateboarding is not a, a team sport. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's homies just go out and skate and have fun and crack up in 40s and smoke a blunt together and just just have fun. You know what I mean? And with Olympics now, it's, it's, it's going to s- separate skateboarding because we're going to know who are the skateboarders, the street skaters, and we're all going to know who's going to be contest skaters. That's it. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's crazy, dude. The contest dudes, <laughs> they're going to have Nike and Spandex on for sure. I guarantee it. <laughs> They'll be easy can to you, spot. Can, can you picture that, dude? Oh, my God. <laughs> Emmett man. Smith, dude, in the Olympics. Picture uh, silver Spandex for sure. <laughs> well, 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 what's, what's going to happen with a dude that rides for DC? Is he going to have to quit DC and ride for Nike? They own the Olympics, apparently. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like, had Kevin looking it up on the on the sh- on the show. Uh, he was interning up that, and I'm just like, it's funny to me because it's like a cash grab for people that don't skateboard. They just like take it and promote it, and then someone's like, it'll be cool for like a handful of skateboarders. It might actually help them, you know. But that's like th- three people. <laughs> yeah. it's like we all we, we we know who the three people are. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> that's awesome for them, but it's like you know who the I don't know. That shit always worries me because I I'm always preaching and talking about how like you should be self self reliant and like not depend on sponsors for your you know cuz uh, those things go away you know one injury yep. one change in a swing or something cool and then you you know what i mean it's not sustainable it doesn't last long they come and go you know yeah so it's like that's like a hard game to play so like two or three people get to make money doing that game where they you know it's that's a hard yeah. one, dude. I wouldn't want to do that because I like skateboarding because it lets me color outside the fucking box and be reckless and light the f- paper on fire and maybe dunk it in water and then try to color <laughs> on it again, you know? Like it's like it's just a matter of like what – but I, I can't really critique the Olympics either because I'm like if that there's that dude out there like Niger or whoever the fuck it is in, in whatever country, there's a one in everywhere, you know? Those guys, yeah. those guys must like that because I don't know why else they you would you would put so much constraint on your skating or skating in general or even contests like you do too many contests that kind of commercializes your skating to some degree where it's like you get like a lot some of these dudes that are so good they're just known for like certain tricks you know and it's like I don't know it's just like you are what you put your time into and I don't want to train no. I don't want to train to be a skateboarder and like try to win the Olympics or like a contest you know like it's sick to go to contests and like it's hang some, out the homies and all that stuff some people are good at it but that's like whole another thing man that's like sport that's literally a sport you know the whole reason yeah. skate I started skating was because there was less rules you know right? yeah. yeah no it's true I mean that, that's, that's the reason I started too is because yeah. it was just you know, you can be yourself, you can be whoever, you can be that, you know, that total game nerd dude, but you can still skateboard and still kill it. You know what I mean? And yeah. nobody's going to look at you differently because you're, you do something different. You know what I mean? You can be yourself, you know? Yeah. And that's why, I, that's why I started skateboarding, you know, because I mean, I wasn't going to do football and I wasn't do running. I mean, I tried soccer. It was cool. 
It was all right. I tried basketball. You probably look. You probably pretty good at basketball. You, you're a big guy. What do you play down defense a little bit? Like under oh, the I'm rim? Good, dude. I'm, I, yeah, I might be 43, but I can still run down the court, man. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I, but I never made the team because. You know, I just didn't make the team, you know. And, yeah, uh, they were doing piss tests eventually, and you're like, I'm out, man. <laughs> I'm out. No way. But, I mean, but, I, mean I, tried, I, tried, I tried sport. I tried other things outside of skateboarding. It's just I just never did it. I was always just skateboarding, you know. I mean, I met, when I was in high school, that's all I did, dude. I had my own little crew, kid, dudes, and we would we didn't drive. We would have our bikes and a backpack and a skateboard, and we just, before we go to school, we go bike bike around and skate before we go to school. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the weekends we would crash at each other's house and get up at five in the morning, go cruise around Pensacola and go skate and film, you know, that's what we did every day because it was fun. You know what I mean? And like, I think this generation don't understand that. You know what I mean? I think they see you like now with Nike in here and Adidas is in here and Puma's in here now. And like, you know, all these corporations. And so they're seeing all these people now like, oh, I can make money off of this. I can do this. Where we're skateboarding, we're like, dude, I just want to skate. That'd be awesome if I was professional. Fuck. I would have free boards every day. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Go travel. But I think the generation now, they, they just don't see it like that, you know? Well, I, like, I'm not against making money with skateboarding, especially if you, oh, no. especially if you put it into – if a skateboarder is figuring out a business plan and then able to put that money back into skateboarding and, like – grow for the skateboard and like that's amazing you know so like they should definitely aspire for that but like like chasing sponsors is a slippery slope man i mean i had sponsors and i've been through it i'm like 36 now and i went from flow to am to pro to multiple sponsors and those sponsors came and went you know and yeah. in those sponsors i was lucky because they were based around ski street skating and filming or at least that's what they were like Hype, you know, I didn't even have to enter contests with Zoo York or World Industries or any of them. I just did it because it was like a fun thing for me to try out and see if I could do it. But like for me, I can't, I can't like box skating up that like that orderly and turn it into a sport because like we were already talking about, it's like the opposite reason of why I skateboard, you know. So, but there are people that are into it. That's the thing. As skateboarding opens up, there's gonna be people that are into it. But it's like, it just seems insane to me. That that that's such limited side of skating, like because you're gonna have to do contests and skate parks all year round to mm -hmm. be training for something that is like Nija's gonna beat you at the, yep. the Nija, yep. well, the, the hey, next Nija or whoever. Nija's a Tom Brady of, of uh, skateboarding. How dare how dare you? How dare you? Almost hung up. <laughs> No, no way. How dare you? How dare you? They just got six, bro. They just got six. I know. Hey, you know I'm a Steelers fan, man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you guys tied with us now. Skateboarders are going to be like, we got six with Nyjah. You got six. Six Olympics. Six Olympic golds. Dude, seems like, that seems like a prison of hell designed by yourself. No thank you. <laughs> you know it's gonna happen dude. i know, you know it's, it is. yeah but that's you know it is. that's fine because then it'll create contrast you know and people that yeah. skate because they love it and it's an expression and it's like it's more than just like uh adding up numbers for the man you know like yeah it's like it's your whole it's a uh it's a vehicle to put your energy into and be creative and artistic with and, and it's also like 
brings you into social and community. It's like a religion in that sense. We're talking about church yeah. and stuff. Whenever I go to the park, I'm like, this place is like sacred, whatever. I'd, but there's not any rules. It's just like people show up and have to learn to get along and fucking everyone's there to have a good day, hopefully, and like sweat and like. So skate parks are sick, you know. But yeah. uh, once again, when it comes to skateboarding and having to make the team, that seems really fucking stupid to me. No, I agree with you, and, and I guarantee you're gonna see more skate dads out there. A lot of skate dads. Oh, Once I look at kids, there's gonna be so many skate dads out there, dude. Maybe, man. <laughs> they're, they're gonna breed. They're gonna breed them when they're one years old. All right, dude, you're gonna start skateboarding. Yeah. Get out there. Start pushing them. You know. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be crazy. You know, it's not just only skateboarding. Surfing too in the Olympics, man. That, that's that's what I'm, I'm kind of like. That's the weirdest right there. You I don't know? think I don't think it will be that big of an impact though, because if you look at it like, is snowboarding's in the Olympics, right? Yeah. So I like, snowboarding was a first. The snowboarding. Are there? Is there like that many people lining up for the Olympics and snowboarding, or is there colleges for like? There's that. There's a certain degree still, right? Because there's probably just a certain percentage amount of people that want to play that money. Uh, sports game you know what i mean with skateboarding yeah. like i can't imagine it's that crazy you know the fun thing is i hope they get kids into skating early because then they'll actually learn how to balance and like no limits and like get to yeah. you know what i mean like the beneficial factors of skateboarding like it's funny if they're getting them into them to be the next emmett smith bro <laughs> we need a fullback on a skateboard <laughs> throw him in there bro Exactly. They won't know how to the snakey at the skate park. Oh, dude, that's the worst, man. I do it all the time, and then I make that noise at everyone. I'm like, <laughs> as I skate away, dude. I do. If I know them. If you know them. <laughs> Sometimes if I don't know them, and I just they can get that I'm joking, but. <laughs> Sometimes I get butt hurt if they don't know you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, all I'm saying is to anybody out there listening, like, skateboarding is way more rich than the shallow surface of the Olympics or even just no, any true. sport. Like, there's so much depth and complexity in the stories of skateboarders and why they do it and, like, why they hung on to it. Like, because it, like, it resonates, it sticks with people. From all walks of life, it just becomes their whole consumption of everything. It's insane, man. And they're not athletes. They're just people that, like, love to skate, you know? Yeah, no, it's true. You know, I mean, like, one thing I like, I love about skateboarding, and I, and I talk to non-skateboarders about this, you know, because, you know, outside the skateboard world, there's so much problems. There's racist, there's this and this and this. And skateboarding, we all get along. You know what I mean? No matter what color you are, who you are, where you're from, you know, how rich you are, how poor you are, whatever, we all get along. You know what I mean? We don't care. You know what I mean? As long as you can push on the board and you're a homie and you're having fun, that's all that matters, you know? Yeah. And and I, I was like, and I tell them, I say, you know, I, that's what I love about skateboarding is that we all get along and when we skate and we hang out, we we have our own communication. Yes, we have our own communications and we understand each other what we're talking about. But when the outside world tries to understand us, they, 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 don't, they don't get it, you mm. know? Yeah. Now it's crazy, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's because skating. It's because skating. Like usually with me, when I see people that skate a lot, they're usually doing good in life because they're just mm-hmm. like they're taking time to focus on a moment of like learn of balancing. Because you can stand on a skateboard. There's no handlebars, and you can just stand on it and slip off and fucking break your arm. No matter how old you are, no matter how good you are, you could just like have a bad day. You know, like you have to be very yeah. in the moment when you skateboard. To even just roll around, you gotta kind of pay attention. You crash into people. You gotta like be be in a moment, you know. And it's like when I see people skating a lot, they're usually doing pretty good, you know. Even if they're just rolling yeah. around and like being mobile and going around, and so it's like that's that's kind of the truth of it, you know. Like that's why we all get along, I think, because you're like, oh yeah, that dude's just rolling too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, you think about it, when you're sitting at when you're sitting at a restaurant or you're sitting at a bar or wherever you're at. All you hear is click, 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 and the first thing you do, you look yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I always look back and be like, ah, oh, damn, long border shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're in California, bro. You're in California. There are levels. There are levels to it. Like sometimes you look back and the guy, you're like, oh, he's taking fucking a broken arm, a shinner, like that too shreds, you know, like he's yeah, been yeah, through yeah. it. And then you look back. Sometimes it's some long border. Like what the that dude never <laughs> fell down in their life. They're just cruising. <laughs> Or, or they're pushing Mongo, and you're like, dude, what the fuck, dude? I see it all the time. I'm like, and, and I see the chicks with the dudes. Oh, my God, dude. Pushing Mongo on longboards and, 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 like, heels and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck are you wow. wearing? That's a lot. Dude, I've I seen it, dude. I've I seen it on the beach, man. I'm just like, dude, you're wearing heels? And you're pushing it, dude? What the fuck? Don't, don't you guys have those fucking motorized scooters out there, too, that people are whipping around uh, yeah. on? Oh, those things are annoying, dude. They're Damn. so annoying. <laughs> Idiocracy. Dude, dude, Lyft, Lyft, and Uber now does them now. Now they have their own. Co- now they do those scooter things. Jesus, and they're out there. Dude. People are out there just whipping around. Probably shouldn't be on that thing half the time. Dude, I, I think uh, those are the most. I hate those things, dude. They'll ride them in the middle of the road. Yeah, and and traffic, and they'll be in front of me. I'm like, and I have to slow down because I'm like, dude, I hope I don't. I, I'm afraid you might fall, dude, because you're hitting all these cracks and you're shaking, dude. Yeah, you know, I always hit, almost hit caught a couple of them, dude. They just fly in front of you, dude. Like, you know, <laughs> I know we're out or, there. We're not the Jetsons yet, though, motherfucker. <laughs> Get out of the road. I ain't a pod. Dude, I seen a. Dude, I seen a. I ain't make a. I don't mean to make fun of people, but yeah, you do. I do. Do it. <laughs> Sometimes saw, you're making fun of yourself. A, I saw a 300 pound person. Oh man! On a, on a fucking scooter, dude. Heavy load. And, I, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, you should not be riding that. And this is my head. I'm thinking, I'm like, you should not be riding this. You should be walking. Yeah. Walking, dude. They might like, be past that though. That might be in the past. That might not be an option right now. They might have to roll I, at first. I don't know, dude. Like. There's one time, oh, dude, I've seen so many accidents. I, I, was, I was out front of Pack Drive, Pacific Drive on Thomas and uh, Mission. Wait, say that again? Uh, Pacific Drive on Thomas and Mission. Yeah. And um, and this dude, we're out there just chilling, and this these scooter guys are just hauling ass, and they're wasted. They're like bros, and they're just wasted, hauling across the street, Mission Boulevard. And then a couple of them made across, and then um, one dude just fucking was I don't know he was going slow or something just hit a car hit the windshield <laughs> fell down to the road his buddies come out and they run drop the scooters up 
Oh, don't call the cops. Don't call the ambulance. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. This dude's bleeding and everything, dude. I'm just <laughs> He's like, not fine. I, the cop came anyway. Somebody called the cops anyway, dude. And like, I don't know who got the ticket, but I mean, dude, it's gnarly, man. It's it's it's, it's insane. Oh man. Now the new now the new thing is is dudes like people riding these mini I don't know what you call them, mini um, bikes, mini motorbikes. You know what I'm talking about? I always think about them in the hood, though. They're in San oh, Diego, you, like the little yeah, dirt bikes, mini yeah. dirt bikes. Not dirt bikes. They're like ninja like, bikes. Um, I don't know what they are. They're like little bike things, and they you just big old fat wheels, and they just ride around in them. And they're like small. They're like motorized small bikes. Oh, weird. <laughs> and I see people just, I see people just tearing up, like doing wheelies and grass and stuff like that. I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, fucking a, dude. Scooters are everywhere. They're fucking adult people jetsing around the fucking neighborhood on their electric ones, and then you got little kids like just whipping that bar around everywhere in someone's face, and you're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Dude, I, I see people. Dude, people fuck with them too, man. Like, I, I'm not calling anybody out, but people fuck with them, dude. Like, what do you skaters mean? out here, they they skate them, they they do tricks over them, or oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, scooters, they, they, the electric they, ones. Yeah, the electric ones. They do, they do, they, you know, they'll like do trick, like grind them. And and one kid, I saw, there's a video I saw this kid like bunny hopped out a ten stair on on an electric scooter and fucking blew it. Nice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. Those things yeah. are crazy. I experienced them when I went out to Cali like last year or whatever, and uh, I think it was that long ago. Yeah, last year, last year, yeah, 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 last year. Yeah, we went out there and yeah, I went on your show. Yeah, and um, I also met up with a uh, Roger Bagley. Shout out! Boop, 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 boop. But when I was going to his house or to the Nine Club, I guess it'd be because it's like in his house, and uh, I fucking was walking over these scooters, dude. I'm just like jumping over these things, and I'm like they're in gutters and shit, and I'm like I didn't know anything about this because I hadn't really seen them, and then like I'm like what is going on, man? And then I saw like. A kid take off on one and almost hit an old lady coming out a door and she's like pissed and I'm like, where the fuck am I? You know, like this is weird, man. Like people don't yeah. even know what they're doing, you know? <laughs> no, they don't, dude. Like it's worse at night when the bars close and and I'll, I'll go to my neighbor's house or I'll walk around with Elwood and I see all these drunk people riding them, dude. Gnarly. Pile up! They're all gonna be piled up. <laughs> dude, nah, they'll double team, dude. They'll have like a oh dude, two dude, dude, two dudes riding on the scooter. <laughs> one guy's holding on to the waist, and you can see him flying down, dude. Like, dude, Dumb and like, Dumber. You ever seen Dumb and Dumber? The both of them on the fucking little thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like that, and they're wasted too, man. You just hear them, dude. Like, and, and you know, they're. Not, I don't mind them, but the problem is, is that they just throw them in, in yards. Once they get done, they just throw them on a sidewalk. They just throw them in yards and. Going in the middle of the street and it's, it's just getting nuisance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's gonna be a lot of trash too. Those things are gonna break down a lot. They're gonna have to get replaced a lot. It's gonna seem like it seems just like a nightmare, dude. There, there's this there's this old guy that lives out here. Just learn to and, skate. Learn to balance. Do something athletic. If you're young right now, so you don't have to rely on the electric scooter game, bro. Just learn to balance. <laughs> like try to stand on a piece of wooden wheels and like hold your balance for a second. Just do that, and then your life will be way better than electric scooter mode. <laughs> hey, wait! Wait till it come out your way, man. Wait till you see those. I think they are. I think they have them in Providence and shit. I just haven't like really been lurking around there too much. I haven't seen them in the center of the city. You know, I've been lurking around outskirts. 
Just this week, man. You're gonna see them, dude. You're gonna be you're gonna be like, damn, Tommy was right about these things, dude. Fucking epidemic, bro. You go in the park and you got all the kids doing their little whippies on their scooter and you're like, Jesus Christ. You see them drop off at like sixteen because the facial hair comes in and they're just like trying to get laid and like and they just try and they're like they can't be the champion. That would be a perfect thing for the Olympics would be scootering. Because you put them in like some tunnels and like shoot them out of stuff and twist and whip them. It's going to happen, man. Watch. I hope so. If anyone goes to the Olympics, I hope it's the scooters. I hope they get in there. It's perfect for all of them. They could all train for the Olympics. Let me ask, <laughs> let me ask one thing. How in the hell are they going to do drugs? Half of these people are going to have to do drugs if they're going to skate to the Olympics. You know, half of the skaters are going to probably skate. They love smoking that weed, and, yeah. you know, the lift is not going to allow the habit, you know? Is there going to be a doping scandal, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> Nigel, I think there already is, dude. If Kevin was here, I'd have him look it up, but I think there's already shit popping up out there. Really? I swear to God, I saw something the other day, and I might be making it up. Hold on, I'll pop it up. I got it right here. All right, all right. Let's do skateboarding, <laughs> Olympics, controversy, I guess. Troubles. There was like I saw like a two pictures of someone. Oh yeah, there's an article about one smoking weed already. Rebel oh, really? in Olympic ties. <laughs> Hold on, huh? anti-sport. Oh man, it's all too much, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do that shit, but like, it's too much. It's too much. Skateboarding can be way simple, and that's the beauty of it. So the Olympics is way, way too much, bro. <laughs> Think about football. It's like you might still, oh, you might, dude. If there was, think about basketball. It's like people still play basketball, and they don't have to go to the Olympics, and they still like basketball. And football is a little harder because you need a whole team. It's kind of hard to go play football by yourself. You can go shoot hoops yeah. by yourself. You know what I mean? That's the thing I liked about skating was it wasn't, like, all that bullshit. It was more just, like, you could go and develop or you could just relax and, and like, just hang out with people, you know? Like, a lot of yeah. it was just – a lot of skateboarding for me is just um, – a lot of the times that matter is, like, if I'm having a hard day and I go to the skate park and, like, I get to watch other people shredding. Like, that's sick, yeah. you know? It's like I don't even skate, but I still get to go watch someone else skate and I can just sit there and people are cool, say hi, like – you know what I mean? It's not like yeah, there's yeah. any expectations. I can just breathe. and That's, like, one of the best things about skateboarding. Like, I don't know if you'd want, like, maybe when you're young, you might want all these constraints and restrictions. Or they think it's, like, maybe they think, like, oh, if I just have the winning fl formula or whatever. I don't know. Skateboarding yeah. is worth more than a all the bullshit. So, <laughs> to me, anyway. no, I just, no, I agree with you, man. And, and it's just, you know, like, when I started skateboarding and when I skated, you know, like, I wasn't. You know, I mean, you know, there's always like little clicks of who's good, who's, you know, what crew you can hang out with and all that. Me, when I started skateboarding, I, I wasn't part of any of that. I would go skate by myself and I loved it, dude, because it was, you know, I taught myself how to skateboard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I watched videos and look at, you know, look at magazines like six, seven times and have my board and in my my room and you know a blank on the on the floor and i'll just practice tricks on that way you know what i mean but i always taught myself how to skateboard you know i taught myself how to do tricks and this and that and i loved it you know what i mean and and i think when i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this but i like it, it it's cool <laughs> no i agree dude i i would like skateboarding you that's one of the best things about skateboarding is like i teach a lot of skateboard lessons 
But like, you, it's hard to teach someone how to skateboard, you know, because it. The best thing about skateboarding is that you got to kind of figure it out, you know, because everyone has their own style and their own approach. Like when I yeah. teach skateboard lesson, all I try to do is get them to be autonomous so they have a good push and then they can balance, you know, when we're on the mini ramp or like going up and down banks. I try to get them autonomous so they're on their own and then I just have a skate buddy, you know, like I do a lot of lessons with like young kids nowadays because they're just yeah. all coming through. But half the time, dude, my lessons are just hanging out with them, getting them able to balance and just seeing how their day's going and figure out what they need. Like sometimes they need someone to challenge them. Sometimes they need to relax, you know, and same with yeah. me. It's like a balancing act, you know, but, uh, but yeah, dude, it's crazy. Skateboarding is amazing. It's really, it's literally the best thing. Cause it helps you balance. It's like, you're not just sitting around. You're not just, you're fucking in, you're doing something active. You know what I mean? You can't, you gotta pay attention. That's the cool thing about the, I think about how long I've been skating, like more than half my life. And like, how long have you been skating? Um, 20, how am I? 36 started when I was 13. I want to say 23, 24 years. So I've been doing it since I started in 1984. Wow. Yeah, I was, and I'm, I was two. And I'm, I'm 43. Wow, I was two <laughs> years old, bro. <laughs> this is a little twinkle just coming out, bro. <laughs> I know, dude. They're like just popping. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. But no, I think, I think what I was trying to say is like, to me, like when I skateboard, it was like what you just said about basketball, where you can go shoot hoops by yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you can learn how to do slams by yourself. That's what I look at skateboarding. Like to me, it's like, now I want to say it's like basketball, but it is like basketball. You go out there and you skate by yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would learn, I would learn to, before I learned how to do backside flips or, or any of that stuff. Um, I always learn how to base do the basics. And I always, I was like, all right, dude, I would pile up wood to see how, how, how far I can ollie or how high I can ollie. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I learned the basics before I jumped up to do anything else. You know what I mean? And once I got the basics down, then I go, okay. But I will tell you, I never, ever, at one time, I only landed a kickflip in my whole entire life. Really? <laughs> whole entire life. Dude, a kickflip and a fakie flip. I'm more hill flips, dude. I do more hill flips than anything. I can see that. I can see that. You look like a hill flipper. <laughs> oh, because I got the beard and shit, dude? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not identifying you. you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, some... But no, no, that's honest truth. Like, hill flips I could, uh, were easy for me. I don't know what it was, but kick flips I can never do. Like, tray flips, never can do it, you know? Yeah. But hill flips, I can do them like nothing, you know? You run them all day. Those are hill flips on lock. Yeah, I mean, he'll flip 50-50s and, you know, all that shit. It just fucking, just do it. <laughs> yeah, well, so let's... But I mean, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I kind of wanted to work towards today, man, because, like, what are you up to nowadays? Uh, what I do now, um, what I do is I just live on the beach and, and enjoy beautiful women oh. running around and drink margaritas. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> but but what I really do is I... Um, I, me and my partner, Carl Carpe today, we started, Carpe TA, we started a, a skateboard, ma online skateboard magazine called True Skateboard Mag, oh, yeah. um, eight years ago. And how we started it is that Carl will go shoot photos of like unknown skaters that are now pro, like Chris Johnson, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he would send them to like Thrasher, Transworld's homies, that, those magazines and stuff. And they always turn them down. They're like, ah, oh, no, we want people who are popular. You know, Carl would be like, dude, these kids are coming up. And now, you're like, 
Johnson's like one of the best skateboarders out there, you know? Yeah. And then everything. So when we, st- I mean, Carl, we call- talked about it and I was like, fuck it, dude. Why don't we just start our own shit, dude? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, yeah, you know, like, what's this? He's like, he wanted to do paper. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. Paper's going to die, dude. Like, yeah. it's, it's, you know, this is like eight years ago, you know, I was like, paper's not going to last long. It's, it's, it's going it's to be a dying thing soon. And plus also too, it's, it's more money to run a paper magazine. You know what I mean? You got to like ads and this and this and this. I said, let's just do it online. I said, you know, slap just left paper and started doing strictly online. And then I was like, there's really, you know, thrasher trans are, are not that big on online, but they're more focused on, on their magazine than online. I mean, they had it, but it weren't as focused they are now. Well, it's just know? like when you, what year did you start that you guys come up with this idea? Uh, eight years ago. So that would have been 2010. So it's kind of just, everything's transitioning to like online content. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, so, so we were kind of like, I want, I don't want to say we're the second, but we're kind of like, you know, did it right after slap, you know what I mean? And, and like, so yeah, you know, we hired, we had this guy that was worked for the military and he was like, I'll build a website for you. And I was like, cool. All right. So he built the website and then months, like two weeks later, he's like, Hey, um, I can't run the website anymore. Here's everything you got to learn on your own. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a high school diploma you know i didn't go to college for this stuff you know what i mean i don't know how to figure it out bro (laughs) yeah i mean eight years later (laughs) still doing it dude you know that's awesome still learning but i mean and so we grew up from that you know what i mean like you know people the industry would you know come to me uh tampa or contests or events like oh yeah you're a blog yeah yeah We, we have you on our favorites to me that made me feel good about them saying that they have me on their favorites because that, that shows me that they're watching me and seeing what we're doing and keep an eye on us, you know, and, and I, and I liked it, you know, and, you know, and so we, so we kept it going and we had different, you know, interns and photographers and stuff. And the whole idea of it is we're not trying to be like Thrasher, Transworld, Low Card, any of those magazines, you know, we're trying, we're, we're, we're different. We're our own. You know, we want to help out like upcoming skateboarders or up, you know, pros that like, you know, who are coming up or who, who magazine, who the industry doesn't really help focus on anymore. You know what I mean? But they're still killing it and they're still skateboarding. They're still doing their thing. We want to help promote them. You know what I mean? It's rad that there's that, there's like surplus of people that are into it, that it, it could demand another curator, you know? Yeah. It's cool. You know? And, and, you know, and, and, like, help out, like, upcoming filmers and give it upcoming filmers a chance to, like, hey, promote your stuff. You know what I mean? And photographers and stuff. So that's the, that's the whole background of True Skateboard Mag is, is just that. You know, we're not trying to be like anybody else. You know, we're, we're our own, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's what we did. And, um, you know, and the funny thing is, is that, you know, I'm not saying no any names or anything, but a lot of, you know, companies or people that started up things you know used to email me all the time say, hey can you promote us can you promote us can you promote us you know what i mean and i'm like yeah sure i have no problem promoting you and then and then you know i promote them i promote them and then i'll be like hey you're not promoting me <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like hey you know but you know but it's cool because i because some of those companies and and some of the pros you know that hit me up that start companies they're like hey you know, I, now I see them growing and I'm like, it made me feel good. 
because I'm like, you know what? I, I was there for them when they first started. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, when they first started it. And I think the most memorable thing that I remember is when we started, I don't know how long, months ago, but it was like, I'm going to say like two, three months while we're True Skateboard Mag started, I got an email from Jim Thibault. Hell yeah. And, and the email was, it was pretty awesome. I mean, basically saying like, Hey, I love what you guys are doing. You know, keep what, keep it up. You need any support, need anything. Let me know. I, I, I can help support you. And, and I was just like, dude, how's this guy know us? You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're up for three, three months, dude. How's this, how's this guy know us? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but see, that's something that I always going to remember. Cause that, that, that inspired me. Cause it's like, dude, like, Coming from Jim Thibault saying that and sending me an email about it, you know, his thoughts and stuff, it was like pretty, pretty awesome, you know? Yeah, Jim's definitely legendary, so that's epic. Yeah, so I mean, he's legendary it's, it's because cool. of things like that, you know? It, yeah, you know, I mean, you it know, it's, it's like, just... I love examples of people that are, uh, have built skateboarding into their lives, you know, like they found a way to hang on to that thing that's theirs, but everybody else's too at the same time, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, even when I was growing up, I mean, I mean, I always told myself, I was like, look, if I, you know, we all had that dream to be that pro skater, you know what I mean? We always want to be pro skater. I mean, I used to, you know, I used to talk to Mirko Magnum when Mirko, and he used to, you know, I used to talk to him and, you know, send him sponsor videos when he was a sales rep and he would send me boards you know what I mean? Like I, I can't. I got a grew a relationship with him. You know, I would talk on the phone. Hey, da 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 da. da. You know, and like send him a sponsor tape, and then like a month later, he'll send me a little a, a board or something. Just every month, I get a board. You know, maybe a T-shirt, and I'll be still stoked. Like fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mirko has a way of doing that, keeping the the stokes, uh, the flames stoked. You know? Yeah, you know. I mean, and so I mean, you know, that and that was, that was my first time ever being like. I guess Merco flow. <laughs> I guess you could call it, you know what I mean? That's hilarious. <laughs> and, and, and so like, you know, that inspired me to keep, you know, keep on skateboarding because living in Pensacola is it, so hard to stick to something like that. You know what I mean? Because there's the diversity and so much going on, but I believed in it. And so when I, my whole thing I'm coming to is like, you know, I always told myself either I'm going to be a pro skater or if I don't become a pro skater, either I'm going to, work for his company or own a company or do something skateboarding because that's what I live, you know, that's in my blood and that's what I love to do. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and so for me to, you know, I work for, you know, skateboard companies, sales reps for like alphanumeric monkey skateboards, um, stuff like that. I worked for all, you know, Xavier before Nike pulled a plug on that. Uh, I remember Xavier. Uh, Didn't Tim O'Connor have a shoe? Yeah. Tim O'Connor had a shoe. Um, yeah, who else had a shoe? Uh, Brian Anderson had a shoe. Wow, BA, I forgot. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I was a rep for that. And Elwood Clothes, I was a rep for that, too. One of my favorite so, I mean, brands because my father's name was Elwood. And uh, my dog's name is Elwood. Mine, too, bro. <laughs> Mine, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sick. But, I mean, but so, I mean, to the story of that is, like, I always stuck with skateboarding. You know what I mean? And so now, like, True Skateboard Mag, and the reason I was called True is because we all said true. That's true. You know, it's very catchy. True. You know. Yeah. And 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 we just wanted to, you know make the name True Skateboard Matter because we wanted it to be 
a true skateboard mag. Like for the skaters, by skaters. This is this is we're not gonna sell out, you know, or we're always gonna be who we are. You know what I mean? We're always gonna support the ones that want to be supported and help out those people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so I mean that that was basically my dream, you know, like I'm always gonna stick to skateboarding no matter what. You know, and and yeah. That's yeah. what I'm doing there. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, man. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's that's. I totally understand, man. I like to focus on running a skateboard company and like trying to build skateboarding and doing skateboard events and skateboard lessons. Like any way I can like help skateboarding, I try to get my hands on it. You know, so it's funny. Yeah. You kind of find find each other out there, dude. I've seen it run yeah. into you a bunch, man. I went out there dude. and did the show. You had explain that show. How do you are you still doing that every like all those episodes? Yeah, um, we're actually we finished season one and okay, January. season one's up. Yeah, that's what it yeah. was. I did. I saw an email recently. Yeah, yeah. nice. Hey, I, I, sorry if I anybody that re- watches this that I blast so much emails. I apologize on that, <laughs> <laughs> dude. If it's out there, you see it, man. Exactly. Well, no, um, it's called uh, True Skateboard Mag Live Show. It's it's basically a uh, it's, it's a Jimmy Fallon night uh, the night show uh, David Letterman version of skateboarding. <laughs> you know, that's and a good we description. Have live music. Huh? That's, that's easy, huh? Yeah, that was a good description. <laughs> that's basically it. You know what I mean? Or Saturday Night Live. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, we don't have skits or anything like that, but it's basically. You know, we do industry talk, we do um, interview, we do um, future skaters, upcoming skaters, um, we do live music, so basically it's all, you know, it's all about skateboarding, you know, we play skate videos on there and everything, and it it goes on E360 TV, that's a, a streaming network on Roku, Amazon, Fire Stick, and Apple TV, and pretty soon they're going to, they're working on getting and making an E360 TV mobile app so you can watch it on that. Wow. And cool. so so that's my show. So I produce and host it. And then Carl has his own show called Roast Beef where he takes um, skaters to their favorite restaurant they like to eat before or after they skate. <laughs> nice. That sounds fun. And I, and, I, and I was doing that one, but then Carl, this, this, this too much weight. Was like, oh yeah, dude. he's like, dude, you're the face. You're face of everything right now. He's like, you need to be just the face of the magazine and the live show. And, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna start being the host. So he's gonna start being the host for roast beef. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited to see how he does. You know, that's cool. Yeah, when I that's when tough. I came out, we went to um. What was the bar? Good bar. Red bar. Good bar. Yeah. Long Beach. That was sick. Tommy was out there. Tommy Sandoval. That was a fun day, man. Did, did you see his uh, thing on nightclub? That was so funny. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, I seen that it was he was a, on there. I think, in my opinion, that was the best nightclub one, dude. He's the uh, man. He he was so fun to talk to at uh, the Red Bar right there. I thought he was awesome. I did like an impromptu podcast with him at a pool table. It was nice. Oh, really? Yeah, right before the show, bro. Then I went on your show. That was super fun. You should get him on your show, man. I know. I said that then, and he was totally down because we kind of did like a podcast, and then I just haven't followed up. I got to follow up. <laughs> but that's sick. I'll have to listen to his Nine Club. He's like yeah, a, he's like an example of someone that is a – he's an interesting character in skateboarding. He probably won't be in the Olympics. <laughs> no, he won't be in the Olympics, dude. Tommy will have his blood in his hand and muchiladas, drinking, drinking. 
<laughs> but now you definitely got to watch him. I want to say T Gun's uh, interview on Nine Club was, I think, it was the best one that they ever did. Dude. Oh, it was yeah. just, it was just funny because T Gun was like basically like, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna talk what I'm gonna talk and say what I'm gonna say. You know, nice. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely a good one, dude. Definitely good. That's but awesome. yeah, so but yeah, that's the show, and. um you know, and we're not trying to be like anybody else. We're not trying to copy anybody or, or do anything. We're, like I said before, we're doing our own stuff, you know, and like we want to try to like inspire other people to do other, you know, be more creative on their own stuff. You know what I mean? Like, because you and me both know this, this industry is a copycat industry and everybody copies everybody, you know? They're all going to be wearing <laughs> uniforms pretty soon, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking around with suitcases. <laughs> no, Olympic Olympic ones, too. Yep, yep. <laughs> Sometimes, you know. Yeah, I know, dude. I know. But, yeah, so that's what we do. So it's a live show. So we finished season one. Season one's up and up on E360 TV. You can watch from one to 11. Uh, the last one was called Mixtape Volume 1. And it's basically, we put everything all together. Nice. And and it has music, has interviews, has skateboarding, has everything all in it. And we just premiered a, a week ago, I think it was a week ago, uh, season two, um, episode one. We had Mike York on there. Dude, you yeah, got to get him on the show. He you came on. Get him on the show. Mike came on. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I'll have to go back. Dude, that's I'll crazy. i look at that one, dude. Yeah, Mike's the man, dude. <laughs> Oh, uh, he was hilarious. Um, we have Vincent from Pow on there with Devell. Yeah, Devell was on it too. He's the man. Um, Shout out. He's came on. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, I have to go back, back to some dude. Yeah, I used to skate with him in Fibro days. Oh, really? Shoot photos. Hell yeah. <laughs> All day. And yeah, then, uh, I got a question. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, how's it been? Like, how long have you been doing the show? How many years? Uh, this is our second year. Second year. How's it been like? keeping it together like with it being so loose like have you you've really kind of had to like have you found a rhythm with creating content or getting content in like the layout and the structure and like oh wow that's it's weird because it's well because it's like a you're learning how to do it you're just like all right let's make this thing and then like it's gonna i like the idea of not just kind of figuring it out as you go like that seems fun well, see, that's, that's what we did for the first season. The first season, it was kind of like we played around with it. You know what I mean? We, we, we didn't know what the hell to do. You know, when we first, when E360 TV said, hey, we're going live in two weeks. You guys got your show ready? Me and Carl were like, Carl wasn't, re Carl wasn't ready for his show. And then, I, and then you know, me, come up, I, I, this idea of the live show just popped in my head like two days hmm. after they said that. And I was like, Carl, let's do this. And Carl wanted to do, like, green screen, like, all this, like, expensive stuff. And I was like, nah, dude, let's just do it ghetto style. Let's just run with it. Way it what it looks like, what it looks like. You know, so people go out there, watch season one, it's, or episode one, it's a whole different thing. It took us, like, we started at one, and we didn't get done till 10 o'clock at night. Because we didn't know what the hell we are doing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We would take breaks and take breaks. So, so your question is, so season one was, like, more of a test. So we can try out and see what did work, what didn't work. You know what I mean? And like, you know, I don't want to say it's more, it's more still loosely, but a little structure to it. So now we're already booked for season two, all the way up to episode eleven. Right. So we have like 
Aries body booked, places booked, everything booked already. So I did it a whole differently this time. And the editing, uh, Tyler Stewart, who does the editing, filming, his name's all over at the at the end of the videos, and uh, and we tease him about that. And uh, <laughs> the hours of his life, and it's at the end. Oh yeah, dude. He, 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 it's like production production Tommy's in. And then it'll be like lights and sound guy Tyler, and then Tyler this, Tyler that. And I'm like, all right, Tyler, he's just whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But we love him, dude. We love. Him. We call him Harry Potter with his glasses, but you know he's cool. And then, but um, but Tyler, he has, you know, he took over the editing because Carl was doing editing and was he did good, but not as good, you know what I mean? And so Tyler took over and he learned how to do it better and better. And I think season two, episode one. Actually, I would say episode 11, season one, when was Steve Caballero, Tyrone Olsen, um, DJ Martin, and um, Callie Cautious, and there was somebody else on there, too. I can't remember. Um, That episode, that started, what, season two, episode one, and future is going to be like. Like, it's it's a lot cleaner. It's a lot edited tight together. And one thing about the show is... What you say on the show, we do not edit anything out. What you say, <laughs> act, and do, you're, you're smoking blunts or drinking mucheladas or whatever, it's not getting edited out. Yeah. It's and the only thing that we edit in there is um, the skate videos, and that's it. You yes. know, everybody's skate videos because we do news and events, and, um, and then we put the music in there, and that's it, really. You know, we don't edit anything. That's rad. I like that. Because so, yeah. everyone's trying to cut it up too much sometimes. It's too oh, crazy. yeah, dude. Yeah, I like long <laughs> format stuff. <laughs> but, but but one thing we did notice is, is you know, all season one, a lot of the episodes were a lot longer. Very long. Some were like almost two hours. Wow, sick. Um, and, but we'll, so what we're doing now is we're, we're, we took out, I think we took out um, Shop Talk. That was like, because it's, it's hard to get skate shots involved because a lot of them, you know, I don't want to get all California, but it's so hard just to get them on the show, you know, because they don't want to leave their shop, and it's totally understandable. So we kind of squeeze. I squeezed that one out to make it a little more shorter. Not shorter, but still, like, a little over an hour. Yeah. Um, but also, too, if I wanted, like, this episode that we're dropping on this Sunday, uh, we got Chris Pierre, who just turned pro for uh, Fortune Skateboards, Manny Company, on there. Hell, yeah. Uh, we got Ron Allen on there. He's oh, legend. Yeah. yeah, dude. I'm hyped on it. So we got Ron Allen performing, dude. and he's going to interview, so we can squeeze that extra interview in there if we can. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's way sick. Dude, you're going to get Ron Allen performing? Yes, dude. He loves he loves music. <laughs> if you want to check out music, check out Ron Allen. He loves music. He's telling me all about that. Yeah, guys, well, check him out. You guys, check him out on Spotify. He has his whole – just dropped a new album on Spotify. Hell, yeah. And, that's epic. But yeah, so so yeah, so season two is gonna be pretty epic because uh, I talked to Schaefer and Zitzer, and they're cool with us coming to Tampa Pro. So we're gonna be at Tampa Pro filming episode three at Tampa Pro. Rad. So um, so, so so me, Carl, and Tyler are taking off for that. So I'm pretty hyped on that. And all the other guests, I can't really give that out. It's still secret. Nice. <laughs> That's alright. But but it's gonna be epic. I, I'm gonna say episode four is gonna be pretty insane, dude. You know, it's going to be a good one. That's right, so. dude. It's so cool, man. I'm glad that uh, 
you've been able to figure out a way to like keep skateboarding in your life, stay around skateboarding, and it sounds like it's going to bring you a lot of fucking epic places with awesome humans and yeah, so cool, man. It's like um, yeah, we need people that are doing cool stuff in skateboarding. And there's never enough of that, you know. No, no. I mean, there, there's a lot of things coming out. You know, you got uh, Jordan Maxim and Sierra. Their their thing I dabbled coming out too. Oh, so, yeah. I, mean, just, I saw that. So, so there's a lot of cool things are coming out, and so I mean, you know, like like I said before, it's, it's just that's what it's about now. It's about being creative with with ideas and and not copying what other people are doing. You know what I mean? It's about being creative and and doing something different and bringing something different to skateboarding. You know, because as soon as Olympics come, man, that's gonna change. <laughs> yeah, I just got I think I just got a feeling Olympics is gonna change skateboarding. I don't know to a good. But to a bad, you know what I mean. I don't. I don't think. I think more people will just fall in love with, with skateboarding because of like the simple act of it. And I think every four years it'll just kind of be like the fly on the wall. It's like every four years it's going to be annoying. People are going to be talking about skateboarding. But then the rest of the four years, when there's not the Olympics, people are still going to want to do cool shit in skateboarding and network and build culture yeah. and like live it in different ways and not be training. But Maybe there'll be a certain portion of kids that want to be football players that skateboard or basketball, but they have that same tendency. But it'll—I can't imagine. We should look up snowboard and see what the percentage of like people that do it for just passion or or like their own version of a job with it or whatever compared to people yeah. that are in the Olympics, you know, or training for sport or going to school for it or something. Weird, weird, dude. <laughs> no, definitely. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, how everything's going to be and like how's all the format and stuff. So it's going to be cool to check out. You know what I mean? It'll be definitely fun to is. make fun of. It'll be fun so to I make got, fun of. I got, I got a question for you. Yeah. So when we, I'm, I'm still down to do this, Ed. I want to do a donut eating contest with you and Day One, man. Oh, when are we going to do this? <laughs> Dude, I'm right. I already talked about it on the last episode, but I'm doing like this like whole thirty thing right now for thirty days where I don't eat like processed sugar and foods like that. Oh yeah. shit! I'm just trying different shit. Like that time, I, the hype with the donuts, I tried not to do it, and I I held out the whole time. I was like trying to like eliminate. Dude, I fucking love donuts, bro. I love donuts, but I don't think I could eat like. Although I have eaten a lot of donuts, I will I will not lie. I'll sit down and if you let me eat five donuts, I might eat, I might eat five donuts. Hey, you're, you're like me with burritos, man. I gotta eat my California burritos. <laughs> I don't eat five California burritos. I eat one, and I'm like, dude, I'm done. I can't eat this anymore, man. <laughs> now my, my my new thing what I'm doing right now is I'm trying to like my you know out here. I mean, out in California, or Southern California, whatever. Everybody's all dieting and working out and stuff. My thing is, I eat bananas. OJ, I drink OJ milk and drink water, and that's it. That's yeah. my diet. Nice. <laughs> that's it, dude. It's a very restrictive diet. <laughs> it is, dude. And then go to skateboard. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. I do once in a while. I, I, if I do, I'll get a meal. Or something, and I'll just eat it, and that'll be my meal for the whole day. You know what I mean? Like, I'll eat a banana in the morning, I'll drink some milk at night, or OJ, and I'll drink water all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just kind of, you know, 
I noticed lately I had a gut, so it's too many California burritos I've been eating. <laughs> They're so good, though. I love burritos. That's something I've been missing this whole like. It's only been like two weeks. I, I'm not planning on like. I'm not planning on staying with it. I, I want. I think the idea of this whole one, this diet, I don't really know much about it, but I'm guessing I'm doing it right. Is that for a month you just get rid of all the processed stuff and you can't have like you can have sugars from like fruits and you know you're supposed to eat vegetables, yeah. fruits, and meat. So you can't have like grains, you can't have bread, you can't. So if you can do that for 30 days, supposedly you'll then you can start introducing stuff back in like then you can try some bread and you can see how you react because 30 days of without it it's like then you can kind of decide and figure out so i figure i'll do that i'll try 30 days see how i feel if i feel any difference and then i definitely want a donut you know like i i've been well, thinking about donuts donut? what's your favorite donut dude <laughs> oh dude i have a few i think i was talking about this last show but boston creams are amazing i'll even uh, take a coffee roll and ask him to put frosting on it just fuck that thing up, like. No, you, you know what you should do. What we used to do because well, uh, we used to go to Krispy Kreme late night. Yeah. Actually, we go skate or shoot pool, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. we will go in there, and then all the uh, holy Christians would come in, all tweaking out like they just got praised by God. <gasps> and stuff. Give me a oh, donut. <laughs> oh, dude, they're, so, so they're, they're crazy, dude. Not yeah, they're fucking yeah, they're crazy people. Not holy Christians, but they're like um. Southern Baptist people. They're yeah. the worst. They're, they're, they're the ones that you, they put, they believe in. Uh, one guy has a, a holy thing and they put the hand on his head. And Too much for me yeah. already. It's like the Olympics. Yeah, they, they, out. Yeah, they, we, used to see, we used to see them coming in Krispy Kreme all twitching and stuff. But, but this thing I was saying is what you should do is get hot chocolate and have them put the icing in your hot chocolate. Ooh. So good, dude. Ooh. It's bomb, dude. You got a little fatty in you, too, man. Dude, <laughs> I, got, like... I got the sweet tooth, man. <laughs> dude, the best is if you take cake, chocolate cake with vanilla frosting, and you pour milk on it, and then mush it all up and eat it like Ooh. a porridge. It's so good. Ooh. I'll try that out, man. You should go tonight. <laughs> After this podcast, you should find a store. Get a good slice of cake, though. Don't sell yourself short. And get that whole milk on that motherfucker. I haven't I'm done about that. The whole milk, man. What's that? I'm about the whole milk. I'm about the whole milk, man. I don't do that one percent shit. Dude. Uh, I feel like you, me, and you are like that kindred spirits. Whole milk. That's your. Oh, I'm all about the whole milk, man. <laughs> That's your spirit that. animal. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I tried that one percent shit before, man. I was like, dude, this shit sucks. Dude, and then I tried that. I, I tried that almond milk stuff. I'm like, dude, it's good. It's sweet. It's nice. But I need that whole milk, man. I don't care, dude. I mean, straight from the udder, dude. Like, <laughs> exactly. My girl's always giving me like this stuff that's supposed to be better for me, but I'm like, look, I understand it's supposed to be better for me and all that, but it doesn't make it taste as good as the artificial shit designed for my taste buds to fall in love and be addicted to. So like, yeah. I know it's good for me, but don't try to sell it to me because you can't. It's not as good. Like some of the stuff, I'm like, I'd just rather have the real thing. Give me a donut, you know? <laughs> well, the, well, well. I will tell you this one thing I do is I do active, um, activate, what's it, activated charcoal or charcoal pills. Oh, okay. I've heard of this. Roughly. Yeah, dude. That, dude, that shit works, man. What's like, it for exactly? Yeah. I've heard people do this. I, I do, like, they did uh, charcoal acai bowls. Okay. And out here in California, you know how they all fucking health freaks out here. So they got all this weird shit. They live on so the I'm, edge of the earth where it's falling in and they're like, we need to be healthier, not moving. Exactly. Like, yeah. exactly. Dude, fire's dude, everywhere. <laughs> dude, you see people out here fucking 
all they do is like their selfies will be putting pictures of them working out like fucking Hell and then you go see them at bars downing beer and drinking a fucking burrito and then all of a sudden they're back out working at the gym again and they're skinny as fuck and you're like dude what the it. fuck man yeah. <laughs> but anyway so so the charcoal what that is is um it's two coconuts um shells that burnt they're burnt and so that's where they get the charcoal from oh okay and so what it does, it, it, it's a digestive thing for your system. So it doesn't work for hangovers, but what it does, it, it, it cleans out your system. So all the fatty and all the shit that you eat, dude, you'd be shitting your ass off, dude. Nice. Trust me. I could use a good skin. Dude, dude <laughs> trust me, dude. When I'm in bed and was in bed, like, oh, dude, I'm ripping, dude. Nice. <laughs> Poor like, Elwood. Ooh. Just covered oh, yeah, in the he, sheets, getting dusted down there. Oh, dude, he, ro- he roasts me too, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be dead funny. asleep. I'm like, fuck, man. Damn, dude. I, I cover his ass with a blanket. Like, dude. He's a great thing, right? Uh, he's an English massive. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's big, right? He's really big. Yeah, he's, he's a character, dude. That dog can talk, man. He'll tell you some crazy stories we've been on. Yeah. Crazy stories. <laughs> um, yeah, so you did it. What do you do? You take it, and then you just get just cleans your system out, basically? Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, little pills you can buy at um, CVS or any nature store, and you just take them at night or after you eat. You're supposed to take it after you eat something, like meat or whatever, and you just take it, and what it does is it flushes out your system. It, it flushes all the garbage and stuff in your stomach. Yeah, that sounds cool. And so, so that's the one thing I do. I mean, that's the only healthy thing i do basically is, is that yeah. you know because because i eat a lot of shit <laughs> i get i get it bro i get it i've been trying I, I, just I, to be better like a little better my girl's like super into like eating better and trying to do good stuff for her body and like put all that stuff in and like i'm always the dude is like i skate so much i'm so active i just want those little dopamine hits of sugar and stuff you know yeah, yeah. and i have like you, it's easy to build up bad habits and just like consume stuff all the time and like it, what you consume becomes you you know like you become it so it's but uh i saw i stopped drinking whole milk like i wouldn't buy it at the grocery store but i'll drink it like if i'm out and someone offered me some i'll have it and then like um the sugar one was just crazy i was snacking so much like Sometimes you get carried away with donuts and Reese's Pieces and Reese's in general are fucking amazing. So good. Yeah. And it's just not good, you know, in that quantity. But, um, oh, yeah, I stopped buying bread at the grocery store, but I'd go out and if I ate out, I could get bread, you know, like little yeah, compromises yeah. where I, like, could try to figure it out, you know. <laughs> I still don't know what's good and what's bad for me because I'm so active and, like, with skating, I sweat a lot and, like, but I imagine if you like, you can find what your body wants and craves, and it's good for it. Then maybe you can like be more optimal and, and focus. Like I noticed with this two weeks, I have a little more clarity, and I feel like my I'm trying to get better at a sleep schedule, which is hard to do. But I like being <laughs> yeah, up I, late. <laughs> dude, I do too, man. I think I, last night I, I didn't go to bed till like three in the morning. Then I woke up at five in the morning and yeah, and, and started my day again. So I only need like two hours of sleep, and I'm like ready to go. Like there's times I like. Like me and Elwood on a Sunday, this like sometimes we'll go. I'll get up at six. We'll walk down to the beach. We'll go to Woody's. Go get our burger. Well, not burger. We'll get breakfast and coffee. Sit there on the on the on their little patio and watch the girls ride up and down on their rollerblades and running and watch people surf. And then at about ten o'clock, we'll go to uh, Baja Cafe, grab margarita, couple three or four margaritas, sit there and drink. Nice. This is Sunday. And then we'll go- 
This is Sunday. Nice. <laughs> and then nice. we go to the open bar that's next to the skate shop, and they have six star pictures of um, six. Oh yeah, I think it's five dollar pictures of uh, Bud Light and a couple other beers, and then six star pictures of rum and whatever you want, <laughs> like rum and coke, rum and OJ. So I'm sitting there having already pictures, and it's already like midnight already, dude. I'm like, fuck, dude. Yeah. So I'm I'm already up from six to midnight, and I'm like, I'm already out. <laughs> and, he, and he's a road dog so he rolls with me no matter what <laughs> he's the man hell yeah <laughs> but but yeah that's my sleep time it, 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 i'm the same way too like i'll i can stay up i can wake up super early in the morning and then i can stay up all night until like three four in the morning and then i'll crash out and i'll do the same thing the next day you know yeah yeah i've been trying to get up early that's been something i've been working on i like I've been waking up earlier than I normally do. Just trying to like wake up and be awake longer, because I feel like yeah. I can do more if I'm awake longer, you know. Like, but if I can like space it out, I think part of the schedule part, trying to find a schedule so I can figure out how many hours I can like do cool stuff productively, you know. Like, yeah, I always I'm a workhorse. That's why. Like, uh, I'm sure you are too. Like, I see the yeah. amount of stuff you put out and work on, and like things you're doing, and like it's like trying to. Um, you got to figure out exactly how many hours you can be productive and do cool shit, you know, like without crashing and burning. That's like the thing that like sucks, you know, definitely done that in the past. But like, as I get older, I'm 36 now. So like, I'm trying to balance this like energy I have and focus it on things that, you, you know, things that matter to you. So like trying to figure that one out, you know, cause naturally I'm just yeah. like, I'll just keep going. Like if people don't cut you off, you're like, get lost in cool things. Right. There's like, I'm constantly stimulated with like, life you know like yeah yeah there's so much shit to be doing right yeah, <laughs> yeah. there is dude. i mean i mean you're 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 a business owner so i mean you gotta think about like okay i, I got this board this board i got this season coming up whose video we're gonna drop you know what i mean you, you have so much to think about you know what i mean yeah it's shit that we're working on though that's what makes me excited that's what i'm saying like my problem is i gotta like rest i just gotta take a day off so i can like because I could just keep going. Sometimes you you just get carried away because it's all so fun or something that you want to see come into reality or focus on or like. So it's just like I'll, I'll take like so many skate lessons I can't even like handle them. I'm like <laughs> I try to balance it all because I'm like it's all well, worth doing, you know. Like, what's the most What's the most most kids you've done in one day? Uh, well, so I do like one on one lessons, so it's like a one hour one on one lesson. Like usually on the weekends I'll do like three four. In, on a Damn. Saturday and on a Sunday, dude, that's a lot of kids, dude. Oh, I, I thought you weren't going to be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of kids. But dude. I don't really do group lessons because group lessons. Oh, you don't do group? Okay. No, because it's too much. It's like too many variables. I like to, I like to get someone who wants to actually skate and like they're like beginners, so they really want to learn how to balance and, yeah. and they like I can just kind of point them and be like, try this, try that, and then like you can see them figuring things out and like. I want someone who wants to try to figure something out, you know, or do something or like learn something. Like, as luckily as a lot of kids are so engaged now with skateboarding because it, I, for whatever reason, it's like they see it and it's cool to me, you know. So, but I do those. Like usually Saturday, Sunday mornings, I'll do a lot of those. I'll even go street skate afterwards because I'm already awake, you know. And yeah. then I'll go get beat up and bloody, and then I like got work, more work after that. <laughs> It's like we're trying to balance it out, man. But I made it. I made yeah. it. I'm, I've found a balance, you know. And we are. We're working on our next video. It's coming out probably like spring, summertime. All I need, good eyes, okay. coming, my people. Choo, choo, choo. 
I'll I'll have I'll a cut. I'm ready, I'm, ready see, I'm ready to see some Timmy Canoe stuff, man. Dude, you're gonna see a full fucking part, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I watched. I posted your uh, Chinese, your China's uh, footage, dude. That was yeah. sick, dude. Thank I you. watched it, dude. Dude, thank you, man. I appreciate that. That was like uh-huh. um, throwback footage. I've been focusing. I've been waking up early, trying to get up like seven o'clock and just work on my YouTube <laughs> channel. Cause it's fun to like go through all my hard drives and like put all these memories online where it's just like, it's cool to see it. And they collect pennies on YouTube, which is sick. So it's like something that's on my hard drive that like I wasn't really using. And then I just put it on there and engage with it. It's kind of cool. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like wake, I'm trying to wake up and find a stretch of time where I can be productive and like get things done and like do a little bit of everything. Cause I still love skating too. Like. All this work stuff could take you away from skating, but that's like when you fucking end up working for the Olympics, you know? Is that fucked up? Is that fucked up? They might call you actually be a judge, man. I do it. It's only every four years. It wouldn't even fill up my time. Like, all I gotta do, I'll come talk. I'll fucking make fun of it. As long as I can make fun of it, I'm game. Let's go. Hey. Well, won't you, well, we should do this. They we wouldn't like be... me to make fun of it, Tommy. That's the problem. Too funny. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is what we'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll try to try to do a plan up, and we'll do the live show at the Olympics, and you, me, be the, you'll be my co-host, and we go in there and just talk shit. Oh man, I'm game. Well, we'll do it in a funny way. I, I'll definitely announce it, and I'll, we should definitely announce it like a sports game. You know, like I make yeah. fun of basketball players all the time and football players. I don't even know them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just make fun of the idea and the situation and the players. It's too structured to like not tell stories with in a funny way. Like I hope they have someone with humor that can announce the Olympics because that would suck if they didn't. Dude, you're gonna have Tony Romo announcing the Olympics uh, or calling. No, it'd be Nija. That's Nija's retirement plan is ESPN skateboarding broadcaster, and then he can like announce the structure of how that works. You know. That would be hilarious, dude. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be hilarious. That's what I'm saying. Like, that sounds, if you're into that, good for you, man. But me, I don't know. Nah, sounds nah. crazy. I'm not into that, dude. Like, that's just too much, man. That's just, I don't know, man. Just stick to skateboarding. Just cruise on the streets. Go skate a bowl. Go skate a park and just have fun, man. Yeah, skateboarding will fucking do, its, do the work itself. You just try to get on the thing and balance and do cool shit with it. That's it, dude. Mm. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. There's so much going on in skateboarding, man. You know, you know, like, you know, I, I go on the social media. I don't respond to any of it, you know, and I, I check out things and I read people's comment, not on ours, but other people. Like, I'll watch a video and I'll read people's comments and just to see what people say and see what they, how they act and, yeah. you know, what they, you know, to, and I don't write any comments. I don't respond to it. And I do the same thing with football too. You know, like sports too, like football and hockey. I'll read what other people say, and I'll get a it's a good laugh because I'll just laugh about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this dude's a fucking idiot, dude. Yeah, you know? online, online, it's like a slippery slope. But if you're in person, you could definitely find the humor in it. <laughs> <laughs> I do, man. There's I, people I online though that are just like click, 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 and they're just trying oh, to like. I get some crazy messages once in a while from people that just like found the internet and they just don't, they're just like, don't know what they're doing yet, you know? Get some crazy yeah. ones occasionally. It's not all I know, the time, I, but. I, I got my, I got my first hate on, on my, on the True Skateboard Mag Instagram. Oh shit. Fuck, it, man. They're like, you're not it, into the Olympics. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, was, it was on Shrieking Shannon's um, clip I posted of him. From Arbor, he was just doing um, it was it was an OB. He was only up fifty fifty a kink ledge, 
and Freaking he fell. So good. And then he did it again, and this kid, like, this kid wrote, I didn't write back, I just put a heart on it, like, <laughs> make him feel special. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and, 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 and then the kid was like, He's like, that shit was stupid or something. He said something. I don't remember what he said. So I took a picture of it and sent it to uh, Shriek. And I was like, hey, hey, I got my first hate on. He's like, he's like, great. A hate on me. <laughs> I mean, dude, people find the internet. The internet's the Wild West, bro. Much like skateboarding. It takes all types, right? Oh, my God. It it's funny that. And the funny thing is, is people that have nothing to do with skateboarding or football or fashion or anything that are hating on people. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can be like, I don't know, they can be into video games and all of a sudden they turn around and they start hating on things. And it's like, dude, you don't, you're not part of this. You don't understand, dude. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're fucking all on scooters, dude. I always get the scooter beefs, man. The little kids and the scooters. You get scooter beefs? Well, they just want they just want your acceptance so bad, and it's like, dude, I'm not impressed. Like, I'm not impressed. Just let go. Balance without it. It'd be way better looking, and you'll have more balance. And then you can. I'm not dumbing skateboarding down for you kids because all your parents bend to your will and let you do whatever and buy you all these things. I'm not willing to dumb skateboarding down. To, to act like scootering is something that's even comparable. Do they ask you to sponsor them? No, but they always want, like, shout-outs or they just want oh, free shit or they think they deserve, like, some something, you know? And it's like, dude, you're 12, first of all, and dudes are out here doing what you're doing but with style and not holding on. Like, if you're asking me for in the, for free stuff or they want, like, you to promote their shit or, like... They're just like excited little kids, you know, and it's like you picked scootering because it's easier, and now you're trying to build your career off of it. That's why I was saying it's it's meant for the Olympics. You could have a career in scootering. You could be like, yeah, I didn't make the scootering Olympic team, and I retired. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It would be perfect fit because all those kids, they're doing the easier thing. Rolling Stone said it. They had an article that some mom printed out and left at our skate park that was sympathetic to scootering. It said – this the millennial sport of choice is scootering because it has the same disruptive spirit as skateboarding minus the learning curve the steep learning curve the one good thing about skateboarding is that it's hard and a challenge and they're saying that the millennials are choosing scootering and there are a good amount of those kids but nowadays i see so many little kids like interested in skateboarding it blows my mind and those scooter kids are just like you're kind of like, oh, they're out there. It's like the difference from someone training for the Olympics and someone just into skating. It's like yeah, you yeah. go see and you're like, half the time they're just little kids, so I can't be that hard. They're just kids out there that want to be having fun and they have too much sugar and their parents like got them Jordans and they're lit and they want to go show how lit they are with their like reflective like scooter tails and lights and stuff. You know, They're just little kids. But they, they all hit puberty and it's like I haven't seen one make it past yet. I bet in California there are. I seen like eighteen year olds, twenty year olds on scooters. Mobbing dude. They're like professional scooters. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You professional scooter, dude? That's a prison of hell right there. That's my worst nightmare. Well you know what scooter you know what scooters are? It's it's the new it's the new uh fruit booters. Yeah, 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 it is. You're oh my god, you're being you're you're being mean to rollerbladers. Yeah, you're (laughs) fucking right it is. I used to, and I, I dare say this, Tommy, rollerblading's cooler than scootering now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, because yeah. it's so, yeah. like, so rare. You're like, that dude must really give a shit about that. Like, 
because he hung on to rollerblading, you know? Like, you see him out there, like, it's because there's no learn. It's because it's too easy. So, like, all these people get into it, and it doesn't challenge them, and there's no depth to it. So then they just, like, it gets popular, and then it fades out, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, skateboarding is kind of, like, it's, like, you, you got to learn to balance, and that's, like, a fundamental thing. And once you learn that, then you can go, you can take it as far as you want if you want to apply yourself, you know, or you can just have it in your life, you know, you don't, you can just push around with style. You don't even have to hold yeah. on. It's just like, there's nothing comparable. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know what it is? All the fruit Get off my back, quit. motherfuckers. Hey, all, all the fruit booters quit fruit booting. That's a shame. And so now, and so now they're all becoming rainbows. No. <laughs> <laughs> they just come out and like, everyone becomes them. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, hey, you know what? Fruit booting's done. We're going to be scooters. We're going to be rainbows now, man. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they just like rainbows now? They just like to... <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, all I know is, like, if you're into it, you're into it. But I feel like yeah. it's got to engage you. Like, it's got to really be a challenge. It can't be easy. And I feel like with a lot of those things, you get the free jump. The always, like, the hardest thing, you know? Because you have to, like, really learn the timing and popping and, like... To get a good ollie is like really hard, but like when you jump on like a scooter or just like rollerblades, you get the free jump already. Exactly. You're, you're already at stage well, two. You're about to be twisting upside down, and you're at the top of the mountain. Then what? Well, you got you got to think about ollie is what structures everything. Yeah. You know, if you can't ollie, you can't do kick flips. You can't do hill flips. Yeah. If you can't ollie, you can't do backside one eighties. You can't do other tricks. So you have to do ollies. You know what I mean? You have to learn to balance and hold it and yeah. pop the board off the ground. Like actually, yeah, it takes hours to like do that. And I will tell you, I when I was younger, I had the worst balance, dude. And then once I started skateboarding, my balance is so much better, dude. I, I couldn't even I couldn't even roller skate, dude. I sucked at roller skate. Yeah. I always fell. And then once I started skateboarding. My balance has gotten so much better, you know. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> and, and, and it helps a lot. <laughs> that's that's precisely why I do skateboard lessons because it keeps me balancing. It's like being fluid and like on my board, even when I'm not trying to like get gnarly or something. It's like time where I can be on my board and like kind of revisit and learn skateboarding with like someone new, you know. And as I'm trying to explain to them like how I would do it, you know, and then watch yeah. them do it. So it just keeps me balancing. It's like skateboarding. That's what I'm saying. Most people that skate a lot, they're pretty like doing pretty good in life. They're balanced out. They're skating. They found a way to like stay in some moments, you know. Yeah. Cool, man. Definitely, man. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm I'm really hyped. Uh, congrats on your show, man. Getting a season down. That's awesome. I remember go back to starting this show and like the YouTube channel and just trying to figure out how to do it so it's sustainable and that it's fun and it it's worth doing and we enjoy it and like. Because these things are hours of our lives and seconds of our lives. Like our energy is what we're putting into these things, and the time is the proof, you know. So it's like you got to build these structures into your life so you enjoy them, not make them a prison yeah. or like make it make it set up. Don't set yourself up for failure. Just find ways to build skateboarding in your life so that you can have it and it sustains you and brings you like uh, good times and good people and like you know. Oh yeah, definitely. It's cool that. Uh, I'm happy to meet a fellow traveler out there. Oh yeah, dude! And you know what? And I, I watch your show all the time, and I actually have your show favorite on my Spotify. Nice. So when, because I do, um, because other than not doing my magazine or doing the show, I get bored. So I, you know, other than skateboarding and walking Elwood, I do Grubhub on the side. Nice. And that's like food delivery. So what I do is I just put my Spotify on, and I listen to all your shows on, on Spotify. Hell yeah, dude! That's way yeah. safe. 
you know? So, I mean, it's cool. Cause I mean, it's like, cause what you're doing and you know, you're not just, you know, you're bringing all types of people in on your show and it's, and it's entertaining. You know what I mean? Cause I want, I listen to other podcasts and not skateboarding, but other people's and it's not entertaining. But when I listen to yours, it's very entertaining, dude. And what you're doing is amazing, man. And and same with your, same with, same with all I need too, man. Like I love it, dude. I love what you're doing, dude. Like, you know, like you came from, you came from a lot, dude, like, like New York and world and everything. And, And to start your own company, dude, it's fucking props, man. That's, especially in this nowadays, it's hard to start your own company. Yeah, man, I appreciate that, and that's I, I'm glad that we've been linking up for years. Like you've been involved from the beginning, man, and we've always found ways to work with each other, and uh, it's cool. Yeah, I, I think I think the first time was Tampa Pro. Yeah, but, uh, you, Charlie. Who who's, who else was with you? I was gonna bring up Charlie earlier in the show too, just because we were talking about like oh Pete Kelly, because we were talking about older skaters still get going. Yep. You know, I just think a timeless Charlie, so good. Oh, Charlie's the best, dude. I love Charlie. I What's watched, up, Charlie? Yeah, shout out, Charlie. I watched him learn 540s, man, at like 38 or something. He learned them, dude, at Woodward. I was like, dude, speak of diets. Guy was always on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Charlie is always, he's always healthy, dude. He's a I think, I think when I was, uh, I, I stopped by, I think when I was leaving Florida to come move back to San Diego, I stopped in Louisiana to visit Charlie. And me and Elwood and stuff, and Elwood couldn't handle the Louisiana heat, dude. He was done, dude. He was like, dude, I'm hot as shit. Get me out of here. But it was cool, dude. I hung out with Charlie for a little bit and and his wife and, you know, just before he, they had the baby and everything. And then, then I think I stayed in uh, Lafayette, hung out, hung out with Shannon May for a little bit. And yeah. put her homies and stuff like that. So, yeah, dude, Charlie's an awesome dude, man. I, you know, he, he – uh, He's like a Pete Kelly, you know. I, he taught me and learned a lot from that dude, man. Mad mm. respect to him. Same. He turned me pro. He's him and RP. So shout, double shout know, out, dude. dude. Fucking legend. I'm stoked for you. I'm stoked they did that, dude. Yeah. His back threes are nothing to fucking laugh at either. Man, nah, dude. Everyone. And he knows I, I, Markovic too. He's a Markovic fan as well. Oh, Markovic's insane, dude. Like, but he's still Markovic's doing good too, man. Like, that's good to hear. Yeah. He's doing good too, and then um, you know another guy too. I forgot to mention that came out of Pensacola, Ricky Bienbaum, the dude. Dude, the dude. How's he doing? The dude. He's doing good. He's doing good. Um, you know, he just had his uh, show on uh, Nine Club. I know he did that. Um, I will say he's coming on our show end of the season, so I got him coming on the show too. That's awesome. And, dude. Um, yeah, and I grew up with Rick, and I grew up with Ricky too. So I mean, like he, you know, I remember his day at times, and you know, and he, him. And Markovich and those guys, like, that crew, I mean, that crew right there uh, inspired me a lot in skateboarding. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Ricky would take me under wings and we'd go skate and stuff like that. and Or I'd go party at his house that was down the road from the school that we used to skate at and stuff. So, I mean, you know, yeah. Matt, I forgot to mention his name about Pensacola, too. So that's another dude that came out of Pensacola. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Well, fuck yeah, Tommy. Thank, thank you again, and uh, we'll have to do this again. For sure. Hell yeah, dude. And I'm down to get you on the co-host on the show, man. Yeah, dude. If I can work with you guys in any capacity, let's try to line it up and do some, create something fun and cool together. That would be. We did that one at the bar, and that was really fun, man. It was cool <laughs> to just hang out and see other people doing rad shit on the other side of the country. And I had that le- legal weed that I bought. I was high. <laughs> shit, bro. So fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> 
seeing scooters what, whizzing by like, and shit. It was crazy. <laughs> hey, that's why you came over here. You're like, damn, it's legalized over here. I'm gonna buy my shit. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it home a suitcase. I don't have to bring it. Worry about buying that shit. Out of nah, these, man. I, dude, surprise. <laughs> Real, realistically though, I don't smoke too much weed. I, I smoke. I used to smoke more, but I'm, I surprisingly don't smoke it as much as I pretend to. Really, it's weird. <laughs> I like to smoke weed, but uh. I can't do it all the time, you know, but... <laughs> the only time I do it is with Carl. He'll, he'll roll up a spliff, and he's like, he wants a spliff. I'm like, yeah, I'll smoke a spliff. Yeah. But, I won't, but one thing I won't do, I won't do it before the show. I'll do it after the show, but not before the show. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like to smoke weed and skate skateboard, though. Like, if I'm going to go have a session at the skate park, and I'm going to try to, like, get loose and skate, I'll get really fucking high and go skate. Dude, I, I, trip, I can't do it. I trip, really? I, start, I trip, dude. Like, I, I hallucinate and shit, dude. Like, it fucks in my brain. I think, I think the last time I got super, super dude, high. Dude, if I get high, I can make the Olympic team, bro. They just won't let me in. The drug test won't let me in. That's what I'm saying. Hey, 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 we should hold a sign and say, let Anthony Settler in. Only, only if you can get high. If I can get high at the Olympics, I'm in there. Bro. There we go, dude. But no, definitely, dude. I'm, I'm so proud of you, man. Like, what you're doing. And, and like I said before, but with all I need and the podcast and what you're doing um, with Ed Skate Park and putting on um, New England, was it New England Clam? Yep, Clam Ham. I can't remember what it's Clam Ham or something. That's a good but one. Nah, but nah, that what you're doing, dude, is fucking amazing, dude. I'm so happy for you, man. Thank you know you. what I mean? Thank you. Especially, especially you and me both know how this industry is, dude. Like, for you, what you're doing, dude, on the East Coast, where it's the hardest to do it on. Yeah, man. You're, kill, you're killing it, dude. <laughs> I'm just, I just am obsessed with skateboarding and, like, much like you, man. I just want to keep doing more stuff, and I'm just trying to find ways to do it and, and like, um, try to be smart with it and take inches and add them up and find ways to do it because, like, nothing's given to us, so I don't expect not to work. Like, I want to work. I just want to work at things that matter with people that matter, and I know you know that, like, yeah. That's why skateboarding matters to us, and the people in skateboarding matter because we get it. This, you know, what it takes to be a skateboarder. You know, and there's levels to it, but we still understand it. You know, there's so many people; it's so ingrained. You know, yeah. Don't give it all the way to the Olympics, bro. Skateboarding's way more deep and rich than just the, anyone could buy and show you. You know, like you gotta go in the trenches and get dirty with skateboarding. <laughs> hey, talk about trenches. Talk about trenches. What's the Truman Hooker? Guys, throw some uh, Anthony Shetler some trench clothes, man. Dude, Truman shreds, man. That guy's yes, does, so dude. good. I'm gonna have to go watch some of his footage now just because <laughs> you shout him out, dude. Dude, he has his he has his own little clothes company called Trenches. Dude. Oh, that's amazing. That's so cool. Uh-uh. I'll tell him I have to send you some clothes to rock it, dude. Yeah, tell him that. Send, I'll trade him a T for an All I Need T. We can switch him up. There, there we go. <laughs> we had a video called In the Trenches, so it'd be sick. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, that was our second uh, video. What? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's sick, dude. Cool, man. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, before right. you go, let yeah. people know exactly all the platform and where they can check it out, like the source, like the best spot for them to go to check out the episodes or anything okay. that you got going on. Yeah, definitely. I got you, dude. Don't worry. Thanks. <laughs> all right, homie. <laughs> Pound. Where, tell them, hey, Tommy, tell them exactly what, on what social media that you have so they know where to find it. Is it all just true skate, skateboard mag? Um, yeah, I'll put it on True Skateboard Mag. Actually, it'll be on everything. So what I'll do is it'll be on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, True Skateboard Mag, Instagram, and then I'll put it on my personal too. Okay, cool. And, if and, then, I'll, and then I'll put it on the site too. So I'll blast it on all of that. 
Dope. And I'll I'll make sure to share. And if people want to check it out, it's at True Skateboard Mag, right? Yep, True Skateboard Mag. Either look us on Instagram, True Skateboard Mag on Instagram, or True Skateboard Mag on the site. Nice. Simple and easy. Hell yeah, homie. Peace. Peace. (laughs) Hey, Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on real quick.